0: I don't even understand. Are you telling me I can't have my pudding before my meat? Why can't I have a little pudding before I get my meat? Oh. Hate it. And we're on. It's the Ron and Fez Show. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Ron Ron Bennington. Fez Watley. Chris Stanley. And the absent Eastside David McDonald. Who is uh, going through heart problems. But Fez Watley here with me today. Hello, Fez. Good morning. What's the over and under on today's meltdown? And will it be anger or sadness? Uh, Let's go around to Hicks. Hicks, give me a point.
1: It's going to go to sadness
0: uh, 50%. 50% and what time are we looking at? 145. 145, going late in the show today. Fuzzy, what's your bet?
2: I would bet sadness and maybe about twelve
0: thirty. Twelve thirty. Any reason you're sad today?
2: Uh, no, it's it. One of those things where I had uh, I went to the pill shrink
0: last night. It's going to go early. It's going to go way before twelve. Th- when I hear pill sp- sp- uh, shrink,
2: yeah. So those are always emotional sessions that I don't always get rid of by the next day.
0: Did you know that beforehand? I would have said earlier. Oh, dude. If I really want to play that game, all I got to go say to him is, do you miss your grandmother? And just oh, collect, collect the cash. Uh, I was talking to uh, Opie today. And the boys. Uh said it was yesterday. you meltdown and fight with Dave. Mm-hmm. All-time favorite show. All-time favorite show. Once in a while, it's all going down. I think the reason why it was his favorite show, Fez, Darkheart, Heart. Incredibly Dark Heart. The heart of the devil. Pill shrink, huh? Mm-hmm. Why would the pill shrink make you mad?
2: Um, what happens <coughs> is I, I get a lot of – I don't see the pill shrink as often. So when I do get there, it's a lot of outpouring of everything as I'm catching them up.
0: Most people just get the pills and leave because you have a regular shrink, right? Right, yeah, because I have the therapist. Right. So uh, doesn't the pill shrink just say, do you want any more pills? Um,
2: that comes up, but he likes to talk it out. I've never had a pill shrink that liked to talk before. Mm. But this one likes to just uh, get How into ma- it. How many people do you have to cry to now?
0: Uh, How many people where you feel like you have, this is your place to cry? Not counting the listeners.
2: Okay, now, well, I have the therapist and the pill shrink. I have those two.
0: And you're acting uh, coach? Am am I
2: acting coach? Yeah,
0: which I understand has just turned into therapy rather than acting. Like, here's some acting exercises that make you forget about anxiety. And then also, you got your buddy Dave. I talked to him last night. How's he doing? Uh, Dr. Steve doesn't think that the disease that the Jersey Hospital gave him... Is the actual disease. Oh, no. Uh, Dr. Steve said, send me the x-rays and all that, and he did. And uh, Dr. Steve thinks it's something else. So he sent him into another doctor. Now, Dave can't go back to the original doctor because he's been banned from for life from there. Did he tell you this story, Hicks?
1: I got some details out of him, yeah.
0: Apparently, uh, Dave also called them a cocksucker. He doesn't handle pain well.
1: Or just dealing with people and procedures. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, paperwork is hard for him.
0: He could be known as young Fez Watley, except for he just goes straight to anger. And he told me that when him and Fez uh, were yelling at each other last night, or yesterday during the show, Dave actually threw his phone against the wall and then laid on a hardwood floor. And then he actually has the balls... Uh, Dave said to me, is it a bit with Fez or is he serious? I go, dude, you're in here as much as I am. You see him actually more than me. Who knows? Who knows? All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. The big idle news from last night. uh, Screaming McDork tats is uh off look like a shocker to her and the whole family and then pretty puka boy uh was next to last not much of a season no one seems to care out there
2: no not many left in the final five here to say "Ooh, there's a there's a big winner
0: well uh bauer sucks is the one that actually looks like she could have her career how's the story a man doing uh still in it he, All right. Yeah, he got voted out and then brought back in by the judges. Fuck yeah. Yeah, there's some kind of a special idol rules that they have.
2: Siobhan, who got sent home last night, I'm not shocked when she gets criticism, glares at the judges, glares at Simon, makes a very unpopular a contestant.
0: I don't know. I don't think if you looked at actual stars, uh, like Tina Turner, let's say a David Bowie and Elton John, they would sit there and let people say bad things about their music and take it. Jerry Lee Lewis would have said, fuck you, pretty early on. I don't think it's an actual sign of a star to stand there and let people run down your fucking music. Yeah, I do suck. You're right. Yeah. Good I point. guess everything about me is wrong and I should change my hair. I get it. Um, here's our buddy Paul in Florida who's keeping an eye on the oil spill for me. How are you, Paul? And I lost him. Um, here is uh, Eddie. You're on the run of face show.
3: Uh, hi, guys. I got your sports feature bond today. Uh, the Canadians knocked off the Capitals last night. One of the best games I've seen in years.
0: So where are we at in the cup right now? Uh, who Who is we? Uh, life. Who's left? <laughs> well, uh Honestly,
3: everybody's talking about the Blackhawks are going to do it. Uh, the Flyers are still in it, which would probably make you pretty happy.
0: I'm not really paying that much attention this year. I will go back and watch the Broad Street Bully fucking uh, movie. But other than that, I can't find hockey on TV. And I would be lying if I said I was a uh, a, a huge fan. Now, I caught the end of the championship. Um, I guess it would be semifinals. In uh, European football, or soccer, as you Yanks call it, and uh, Inter Milan lost the game, Fezzi, but won the tournament. So they're going to move on to the finals, and they lose one nothing, and then they were out dancing and going crazy and having the fucking time of their life. I'm like, we don't get to do that in our country. So why'd they even play the game? Was it, was it decided before they even played? Well, if they would have lost by X amount of goals, then it's over. So you kind of, it's almost like their two-game series are like halves. So if we like had the World Series, but you keep the points from the day before.
2: Okay. So it's like watching an NFL team try to run out the clock from the very first kickoff.
0: Well, again, if you see it as more than just that day, it's like saying you lost the second half and why are you celebrating? You lost the second half. Because we won the game. Uh but yeah, they will run out the fucking clock in that sport. They up one fucking nil and that's it. Let's run out the clock. Uh so basically right now, I'm just any sport, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I'll watch it, I'll enjoy it, but I'm not going to... You know what it is? As sports radio got bigger and everyone's getting more and more into it, it's turning me more and more off sports.
1: Fantasy fucking football and fantasy everything else. Yeah, just everything is
0: fantasy and everybody goes around and pretends they're a fucking uh, GM and I'm just like, whatever.
1: That's all my fucking friends talk about. They had a giant draft uh, party for the MLB season, right. and, that's, and that's all they talk about. It's all they do. They're not doing their jobs that they make money with. They're trying to get like 800 bucks. Well,
0: everyone has it in the back of their, their mind that they could do sports radio, and the, and the answer is yes, you could. You're just the same as any of those other fucks. The callers are every bit as good as the host. Uh, Bill, NC, you're on fez. Hey, guys. I got to eat you, Um, And by the way, I do want to point this out to Fezzi. If he would have paid attention to our fantasy football league, that's how our championship went with two separate games.
2: Oh, right. Yeah.
0: Oh, right. Yeah.
2: Who was in the finals? It was you against (sighs) Scruffy.
0: Nope. Mooch. 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 Bill. Bill, you're on the run of Fez show. What do you got, pal? I got Ichiban for you. What do you got? A
4: guy outside of Dallas. Sawed his wife's head off with a chainsaw while she was still
3: alive. And when the the cops got there, they said there was two chainsaws. One of them was still
5: running. He took off, but I guess the mailman found her laying in the driveway and called 911.
0: Uh, So he actually, like, leaned her over and took her head off with a chainsaw. That's
4: what they said. It was on AP. You can look it up on AP.
0: I think I've heard plenty. I don't know if there's any details beyond what what you're giving me.
2: Get pictures, Ron.
0: Uh, Texas is just fucking batshit crazy.
2: Well, if you're going to do a chainsaw massacre, that's the place to do it.
0: I think it's too hot down there. It's too hot and dusty, and it's going to make you eventually chainsaw your chick's head off. You'll hit a point where you're like, I can't fucking take it anymore. Uh, I had your buddy Regis on. The cross-dressing is just almost daily now. Wait, he's dressing as a woman? He's dressing as a woman every day, just about. What the f- is he, dementia? Um, I guess if you can't think of jokes, you, dresses, uh, you dress up funny and then everybody laughs and they act like it's entertainment, that's where he is right now. Look how funny I'm dressed. Oh, no. That fucking, uh, who's his producer? Galman. Gelman's gonna have him doing beer, beard porn within a couple of weeks.
1: We gotta get on this now. Are we shooting it? Or is it they're trying to They, they do their
0: own stuff. Come they're, on. They got actual cameras. Hicks, I'm not gonna lie to you. They got actual cameras. They know what they're doing.
1: So do we. Uh
0: we had Franklin's phone. Oh, it's Franklin. We got Darren in this one. Uh you know, there's a uh the new movie coming out next week is Iron Man two. It's got all the kids talking. And Paulo's supposed to do a summer movie uh I would say roundup, but it's too early. I guess preview with us. And here's what's happening with Iron Man Two. The early words from the critics is that it's just dog shit, too many characters, too many plot lines, just about everybody's fucking uh, you know, sequel. But the bloggers are saying it fucks the ass off awesomeness. So that seems like it's a good thing. What are you more likely to believe here, Hicks?
1: I believe bloggers at this point. I, don't, I think uh, I put more faith in them, sadly, than journalists.
0: I think they come in way too excited, one way or the other.
1: Yeah, but I can appreciate that more than critics just being just above it and just being dicks.
0: Well, the critics are comparing it to, I guess, movies. Where the bloggers are, I got together with my friends, we smoked weed, we yelled shit out, we started some trouble from some other kids from a different school. Yeah, it sounds like me and my friends. Uh, Fez, which way are you going? What's your gut tell you about this film?
2: My gut tells me go with the critics. I remember not being a big fan of the first one. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was only, I only saw it one time. Long, drawn out, and the payoffs weren't worth it when you finally saw the Iron Man suit.
0: So the the, uh, drawn out for you was character study? Right, yeah, where it just it took you like too to, long. You like to start with the action. You like to see the refrigerator turn into the robot and start off, uh, shooting off some shit out of its eyes.
2: Yeah, let's get to it, Iron Man. It just took way too long.
0: You need to show up for every one of these summer movies just as real two is starting. I think you'd be a lot happier. You just come right in and go, Jesus Christ, look at that truck. It's a robot now.
2: I wish they had a half-price ticket for that.
0: I, uh... I'm not even sure what any of the other big summer movies are supposed to be. Iron Man, I think, is supposed to be the big movie of the summer, and it's starting in early May. So you may not have the uh, awesomeness that you enjoy in the summer, Fez. Of course, that might make Iron Man hang around longer. Mm -hmm. It beats up on Batman. So, yeah, it,
2: it comes out May 7th is when it starts to kick off the summer movie season.
0: Fun fact. 866 Run Zero Fez. 866 Run Zero Fez.
2: Another big movie coming
1: out is gonna be the new Twilight flick, which is gonna blow the fuck out of everything.
0: Alright, here's the thing with Twilight. Those vampires are so sexy and they're so nice that they don't have sex with the girls. They're fantastic. What about the werewolves? You know what? It brings back a uh, glamour but aggressive excitement. And maybe it's because I'm a 15-year-old girl, but I just fucking love these films. Really? Sometimes I'll sit crying and go, I wish a vampire would date me. But a nice vampire, not the mean one.
1: That won't fuck you, though?
0: No. Wouldn't fuck me, but would protect me from the vampires that would fuck me. Okay. Why don't they just call it Vampire Older Brothers and get it over (laughs) with? Um... Let's go over to Smelly Smelly in uh, Michigan.
3: Hey guys, how's it going? I'm gonna to tend to believe the bloggers a little more than the critics. Critics don't usually come to a movie like a sci-fi movie or comic movie already with a strike against it because they usually don't like that kind of movie anyway. Bloggers tend to be more fans and more in tune with the. Fans who are going to like the movie anyway, and if they don't like the movie and they're fans, then I'm probably not going to like the movie.
0: Well, give me oh, a movie that the fans like and the critics thought was shit. Transformers Two. Uh, huh? Transformers Two?
3: Uh, honestly, I never saw Transformers Two, but they did seem like the first one a lot, and I thought the first one was pretty good. I mean, I you know I grew up reading comics, watching sci-fi. I used to go to sci-fi conventions and everything else. Uh-huh. so... I mean, I love Dark Knight. I'm with Beth. That's probably one of the best comic book movies that's ever been made. Maybe the first Superman Superman movie with
0: Christopher Reeve. Hey, here's an interesting thing since you brought up the uh, comic conventions. The San Diego Comic-Con. L.A. LA is now attempting to steal it away. L.A. is making some uh, real moves, uh, throwing money towards Comic-Con, promising more things, tax breaks. And now San Diego is now re-hustling to come up with reasons that Comic-Con would want to stay there. But this is the biggest of them all, right, Fez?
2: Absolutely the biggest. And it's weird how it's evolved where it used to be where they would have to beg for, like, a William Shatner to show up at this thing. And now you have to be there and you have to show off your stuff. Not you personally, but like a James Cameron showing stuff from Avatar.
0: He's got to be there. Got
2: to be there. Mm-hmm. If you have a sci-fi comic book movie coming out, you got to appear.
0: Okay. Um. So, San Diego or L.A., who should get this? I'll go to Hicks.
1: L.A. should definitely get it. because
0: Really? Yeah,
1: because it's becoming something more than a Comic-Con, like uh, Fez said. It's becoming a place to show summer movie. Movie-Con.
0: Movies. Yeah, it's movie-Con. It's now yeah. summer movie-Con. But here's the deal. L.A. didn't help them build this. San Diego did. Where's your loyalty, Mister Sellout?
1: Oh, there's no loyalty whatsoever. They, they, they just want to make money. They want to make this even bigger and even bigger and even bigger. So what they, about even, for you, them?
0: though? Would you rather see them stay in San Diego? I guess
1: that I would personally rather, but I know they're going to go to L.A. It's it's
0: Eight six six run zero fez. Eight six six run zero fez. Let's go over to Alton in Philly. You're on the run a fez show.
3: I What's going on, Ronnie? Yeah. Hey, you know what? I think these uh, a lot of these kids like Hicks and uh, some others, they kind of missed the boat. You know, bashing critics was really cool about 10 years ago, but that's, you know, this anti-mainstream thing. Movie critics, for the most part, if you actually read them, go on Rotten Tomatoes. I think, I think, for the most part, you find that Rotten Tomatoes is, is fairly accurate when it concerns uh, movie rating, and I think all this blog this and blog that, fuck the bloggers. I think the critics are actually much better in reality.
0: Well, there's a lot of bloggers on Rotten Tomatoes, but do you, you'd you rather just go there and read 62% than you would a review?
3: No, no, no. I read reviews there, too. I, the top critics have got critics, which are the bloggers, I, and then they got top critics. Which are the more respected ones? And I don't pick and choose the ones that I, you know, that I respect from some other ones. And sometimes, you know, they're a little bit off, but I think for the most part, they're fairly strong on my Netflix rating that I get movies versus what I find them on on Rotten Tomatoes. I find that, you know, it's, it's fairly accurate.
0: So, Does you use the Rotten Tomatoes before you decide to see a movie, or you're just like, I'm going to see this no, movie. I, I don't I,
3: spend money on it. I absolutely go to Rotten Tomatoes first. It's too fucking expensive not to. I'm not wasting a piece of What am
0: I going to go see? Soul Plane? Come on. All right, thanks, Alton. Fez, what do you do? I If
2: it's uh, if it's something I really want to see, I will try to avoid critics and just go see it. If it's something that's really on my list of things I want to check out.
0: So how does it get on your checkout list?
2: Where just uh w- word of mouth or, you know... Pr- well, how going it
0: be word of mouth if it hasn't come out yet?
2: Well, if I see it, like, if it's coming out in a magazine, I see any sort of summer movie preview. So you, you mean more word of ink. Yeah, word, word of, of ink. ink. So yeah. you
0: read about it. You'll say, so what's your summer movie this year? What's the movie you've got to see?
2: Uh, the one that I really want to see is The, the Expendables.
0: 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. And how did you pick that, Fez? Trailer?
2: Yeah, I just saw the trailer uh, a few weeks ago. All
0: right, Rob, you're on The Run of Fez Show. How are you, pal?
2: Hey, buddy. Yeah. Uh, in terms of uh, the bloggers versus critics,
5: before a movie comes out, I remember with 300, I was reading reviews that it was like the most unbelievable movie of all
1: time. Yeah. And it wasn't.
0: And uh, they went and made a romantic star out of that fucking guy somehow. I don't know how he's doing those films.
1: He's banging Jennifer Aniston shit, what the
0: fuck? I don't know whether he is or uh, just their publicists got together.
1: Well, there are pictures of him at her, at her birthday in Mexico.
0: So, all right. Well, then it's it's true. Yeah, if there were pictures of the birthday in Mexico, I think it's true. I'm going to be following along in this uh, San Diego, San Diego versus L.A. Though, I find it to be uh, fascinating that San Diego builds this thing, and now because it is this giant, you're like, wow, congratulations, San Diego. Nope. Time for a bigger fish to come along and bite it.
1: Yeah, they're getting totally fucked. I remember, like, in the last few years, basically, I guess in the last three years, you would see le- videos leaked to people just freaking out over trailers that got premiered there. Right. And that's the, the place to premiere anything. And, and most big blockbusters, most movies you're putting money into, is going to be a comic book movie. You're some crazy,
0: fucked up... Well, there's not a lot of times that you can get together and go out and dress up as a fucking thing but i was always wondering why new york didn't try to throw more money into an east coast one i mean they have that one now that they get a lot of people showing up but there's not shit to see there they they don't they don't have one ninetieth of what they have in the san diego comic con oh definitely not maybe it's probably cuz we're the east coast for some reason cuz all the big hollywood i like to call that beast coast. coast all right i don't care right. if i roll with big fucking tupac forgot his his roots he was born over here um, Tom, New Jersey, you're in run of fez.
3: Hey, what's up, buddies? Yeah. Uh, critics are crap because uh, they reviewed the first Star Wars movie, low-budget movie, the first one, and, uh, That's just three versions of it now.
0: Well, what would that have to do with the critics? They should just keep reviewing, reviewing?
3: No, they just said that it was crap when it first came
0: out. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's just not true. That thing was a phenomenal. It was reviewed well and nominated for Oscars. Not so, the first one. Yes. The first you, one when it came out. In, in the 70s? Yeah. Yes, it was, it was gigantic crap. fucking film. It was reviewed huge and uh, was up for Oscars. That's why fucking, hate when people turn around and say shit like that, they just, they got nothing to stand on. I understand you like awesomeness. You have every right to like awesomeness. Stuff blows up. Uh, some girl's in a tiny little fucking costume. Uh-oh. Look at her. She's fucking pretending she's a secretary during the daytime. They still run that gimmick. You can still see it in Iron Man 2 where we're not supposed to believe that this fucking girl is absolutely stunning because she has glasses on.
1: Yeah, Scarlett Johansson just walks in. Yeah, I'm whatever, the new assistant, or whatever. Yeah,
0: I'm the new assistant, <laughs> but at night, I'm always fucking flying around on a goddamn disc.
1: In black, like latex. All
0: right, Paul is down there. We got him back on. He's keeping an eye on the oil spill in Florida. You're in Hey,
1: Ronnie.
5: It's uh, just kind of a little waiting game right now, wondering where this thing's going to basically end up. But if you go out to the beach here in uh, Pensacola Beach, you can actually smell nice little oil fumes burning
0: uh so, it's going to be a mess uh well i uh had the opportunity to to see to read something by your governor uh yesterday and he now says since the spill he's changed his mind and he's against the off off-sho- uh, offshore drilling yeah get yeah, convenient yeah what a time for it you know now that i see that these things can go south. in his biggest <laughs> imagination he had no idea that this shit could fuck up his own beaches
5: and now he's going to run as an independent when he uh, when he runs for re-election or whatever he's going to run for well, senate.
0: Yeah, he's going for the senate, and um, he's finding himself doing this right now. It's like he was losing in the Republican primaries, so now yep. he's going to run as an independent, and I guess get a lot of Democrats behind him.
2: Yeah, I th- I really hope he
3: loses.
0: Uh, it's always an interesting deal. Fez, where are you on this?
2: I think Charlie Chris could probably win as an independent. I think he
0: it w- It's one thing to say he can win as an independent, but is that a fair deal? Oh, yeah,
2: definitely it's a fair deal. His party turned against him. Well, he, he's uh, got every right to run now.
0: I understand that, but I just remember you, uh, fucking calling the guy in Connecticut a traitor.
2: Oh, Lieberman.
0: Yeah, you were... Uh, completely against Lieberman, he law, he used that party for generations, then as soon as they picked somebody else, he turned on them. It's always interesting to, for me to see uh, where people's uh, ideas lie, and it always comes back, and I'm, and I'm not fucking pointing you out, Fez, we like this, but whatever just works for you personally that day becomes your philosophy. Maybe Ayn Rand was 100% correct. Uh, but Charlie Chris is easily the most tanned governor that we have right now. And that even includes the guy in the state of New York who's actually black. Although he doesn't know it because he's blind. Let's take a break here. Back in a couple minutes, Renifes.
6: You're out.
7: What do you get there, Malarkey? I'm safe. I said you're out. I'm
3: safe. You're out. Safe. Out. Safe. Out. out. Safe. 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 out. I say you're safe. If you
7: don't like it, you can go to the showers. Okay then, Doc. Have
0: it your way. I'm safe. Listen all you motherfuckers. Listen all you motherfuckers. That was the great Leelia giving it to the Cubs fans, and I got that sent to us today from uh, Johnny Dickshot. That was 27 years ago today. And, of course, the Cubs fans still haven't cheered their team onto a World Series. The funny thing is the Cubs fans are known as being really positive people behind their team. Not the fucking uh, run and again in Lealia. The man belongs in the Hall of Fame. Based on that speech alone... Fuck Nuke Rockney. That's the speech that needs to be made. Can they have like a section where I just not loop playing in like a room? Well, I'm going to have that in my fucking car. But I, when I take a nice summer road trip, I like to listen to Lee. Fucking so rip those guys. He was actually one of the uh, coaches in a dream week uh, that I was at. And uh, he was talking to his team about Hart and a play that took place in 3rd. Uh, a close play of third knee and, and he was fucking yelling at him about it and then he says I didn't get a chance to see it myself because I was dropping mud but you guys and he was fucking serious as a, <laughs> I'm serious as fucking serious could be he had me in fucking tears that's fucking awesome that's a brilliant fucking speech that he gave and those writers must have been so happy like finally I have something to work with because, God forbid, these days, anyone's ever allowed to be real for a second. Has Judah ever said anything that's on his mind? Fuck or- no. no. Nobody, you're crazy to do it. You know what I mean? Anybody who says what they th- are thinking is fucking T.O. And the entire fucking world acts like T.O. is fucking an asshole. Just because he tells the truth. If somebody goes out there and just says, I want to do everything I can do to help the ball club. I'm here for the organization. It's all of us coming together. There is no reason. To watch any interview after a game. It's all complete bullshit. No one is that allowed to go out there and go, I don't know why we suck so bad. Wait, I do. Our quarterback blows. That's why we suck. This fucking guy can't throw the ball. That would be an interview. But then immediately you turn on ESPN. Uh, and they're fucking crying. They're, I, I had on, uh, pardon the interruption, uh, they're calling for people to be fined just for saying the refs stink. You're not allowed to say the fucking refs stink anymore.
2: Those are always huge fines no matter what sport.
0: Even if you're right, you can't
2: say that. The Lee Ilya, that should just go down as the these people don't even work speech. That's my favorite part of it. Just calling out people because they, they don't have jobs.
0: Well, at, at that time, it was all day baseball in Chicago, and they were completely proud of it, you know, the way baseball is supposed to be done. And, of course, he fucking uh, uh, rips them for everything that they loved about the park.
2: The uh, Boy Scouts are now giving out awards and pins for playing video games. So, I love the fact that they're modernizing the awards and not the uniforms. Where the uniforms still look like, they dress like a combination of Smokey the Bear and the Salvation Army. But now it's video games is the latest pin I guess you can get from the
0: Boy Scouts. Well, I'm sure it depends on what game you're playing.
2: Oh, I think it has to be uh, in the parental guidance system that I th- I read the uh,
1: rules. There's, like, three guidelines. One of them, just, just find a new game to learn how to play. It wasn't anything even really, like, you could play, like, Grand Theft Auto, I think, could possibly be on there.
0: Well, when's the last time you saw a kid in a Boy Scout uniform? Is There aren't any left, are there? Like I didn't to- think there were. And I didn't even see any Girl Scouts this year, to be honest with you.
2: There's no Boy Scouts left. I don't see any Cub Scouts. But the only Scouts you do see are adult guys in Scout uniforms.
0: Can't tell you the last time I saw that.
2: Or even if it's in the paper where someone makes Eagle Scout. That's always some kid that looks like he's, you know, close to 30 years
0: old. It gets in the paper? Uh-huh. I have a feeling you're not reading the New York Times. I have a hard time believing the time is going to run Eagle Scout. Posts all over it. Wall Street Journal just had a great uh, article today about two kids getting to be Eagle Scouts. I went as far as Cub Scouts, and I think I only did that the one year. Uh, it was not going to be a wee blow. I like, go, it's fucking tough enough. I think you're nine when you're a Cub Scout, ten when you make the announcement. we blow.
1: I, um, uh, my parents signed me up. I can't remember if it was Cub Scouts or Boy Scouts, but I went to one meeting and it was in the projects next to my fucking neighborhood. Yeah. And I was like, this is not for me, man. I got to get the fuck out of here.
0: <laughs> we had a meeting like at a kid's house, and, uh, then there were two mothers. We didn't even have a father that was a fucking, um, you had a den mother, is what they called it. We didn't have it like a scout leader. And then one of our den mothers went home. Uh, poured gasoline on her head And lit herself on fire And I remember my dad saying to me You guys must be the worst Cub Scouts in fucking history And he goes this Go to bed tonight Knowing you killed a very nice woman Because you would not Fucking give the basketball back when it was time He said that to you He's Blaming you for her death I guess I don't know. I'd already fucking start watching TV halfway through the thing. I couldn't listen to a whole conversation. I would definitely get the uh, the beginning of it and then the end of it when he was real mad. Born parts. What are you going to do? Eight uh, six six run zero fez. Eight six six run zero fez. Here's Roy in Pittsburgh. Hey Roy. Hey buddies. Yeah.
3: Dude, I heard you talking about the, the badges. I actually had to give a couple of those uh, video game uh, belt loops out this year. Wait, we're,
0: you're giving out belt loops? Uh, they, they, it's
3: uh, instant gratification. It's something to keep them interested.
0: You got to you got to make sure that all the kids are able to uh, get badges.
3: Yeah, they they got to be able to get something.
0: So they don't they don't have to sew the badge on. They get a belt loop.
3: Yeah, there's, there's, it's like a metal belt loop, and there's all different things they have for sports and academics.
0: Now, how yeah. many, How many? and how old are your Cubs, uh, your Scouts, and how old, how many you got?
3: I've got, uh, what, eight boys, and they're all eight years old.
0: All right, so they're Cub Scouts. Yes, correct. All right, so eight seems to be pretty small, because we had a lot yeah. more in ours. Mm-hmm.
3: And it's, I'm in a
0: small neighborhood, yeah, it's, it's not a It's not a real big community.
3: All right, but the kids are having fun with it? Yeah, yeah, they love
0: it. If they changed the rules, Fez could actually become the scout leader. That would be great. Uh, here's. let's go over to Mike in Houston. Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show.
5: Hey, Ronnie B. In uh, yeah. Boy Scouts, I smoked my first cigarette, smoked my first joint, and took my first uh, slug of whiskey.
0: It must have been some trip.
5: It was cool, man. I loved Boy Scouts.
0: You're in
2: badges left and right.
0: How uh, long did you stay in it?
5: Uh, I, got, I got to life when I turned about 18. I was a senior in high school, and then I
0: just... Uh, uh, so just while you're bragging that dude. you were drinking, whiskey. I was already in fucking bars by the time I was your age. I wasn't out in the fucking woods with other guys.
1: Whittling or whatever they do, I'm not sure. Camping? Yeah. Paulie tells you the Canadian equivalent is the beavers.
0: He was a beaver. Who did this, Paulie pals. Why was he a fucking Canadian? I don't know. I thought. He was Come on in Canadian. here. Come on in here, Paulie. Paulie, uh, we met in uh, Virginia. He was a Virginia guy, and now he's telling us he was up in in Canada, being a, a fucking beaver. Get over there. What were you doing in Canada? I, yeah, my, my parents were in the Navy, so I, I moved over. I had no idea. So you were always the new kid wherever you went? Yeah, every two years, new school. Yeah. Did uh, you like that or hate it? I was the greatest. Yeah. Yeah, I got to see the world. Some kids, like, they act like their lives were destroyed. Other kids, like, best thing that could ever happen to me. And it really comes down to this it's nothing that you do is the way you're going to be graded as a parent, it's just how the kids take life. Um. So you were what? Instead of a Boy Scout?
5: I was in the beavers, which had boys and girls together.
0: All right. So you guys used to do a lot of beaver jokes and get my beaver badge. How old were you when you did those? Uh, about eight years old. Okay. The and then in Canada, you're, you're doing actual camping. It's like, go out in the backyard. It's a fucking woods. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> Don't fall in the ravine. Because that's what the thing used to be, is like to take kids out in the woods and do survival things. Um where now? That's just an impossibility. That little girl got lost in Florida, and after eight hours, they're like, "Well, we assume she's dead, raped too, unless she, yeah, What's we assume Florida? she's uh, raped, uh, dead, and we'll see the pictures on some kind of kiddie porn site." But she was, she was fine. She just didn't know how to get out of the woods. That you, that used to be the things that they would teach kids. How to make a campsite for yourself, how to start a fire, how to find out north from south. Now it's, can you win the Miss Pac-Man game? You'll get a fucking loop for it.
2: I I was in Cub Scouts only because my dad was a scout leader for the Boy Scouts, so he made me join. So he was a scout leader
0: even before you went in? Mm Mm-hmm. So he was just doing it for other kids?
2: Right. Yeah. Weird. And I don't know how he did any of the outdoorsy stuff. This is a guy who had to call the neighbor because he couldn't start his own lawnmower. I don't know how he was starting a fire with sticks.
0: Well, again, you know, the sticks are there, but you do have a lighter as a backup plan. You're not a fucking army ranger. You're a Boy Scout. Uh, Steve, Michigan. Hey.
3: Hey, guys, I was never a scout as a kid, but unfortunately, there was a time in my life I had to work for the Boy Scouts of America, and what a collection of hayseeds and rubes. It was the worst two years of my life.
0: Now, what made them uh, rubes and hayseeds? What was that? What made them rubes? What made them hard rock farmers? What made them a bunch of fucking nut draggers?
3: Because it's a bunch of men and boys hanging out in the woods together in gay little paranazi uniforms cooking on a fire and singing cam
0: songs. It's funny right. that you bring up gay because you can't even be gay and be in the Scouts, um, which is the exact opposite. It's almost like you can't be fucking gay and be in the Village People. It just seems insane to bring it up that way. Andy, Cleveland, you're on the Manifest Show.
3: Yeah, like the, like the former guy, I was also not a Scout, but I got ro- uh, roped into uh, Awana,
5: which is the, like the Baptist church Version of the voice Doug. I never heard of
3: this uh, yeah, It's crazy Talk about indoctrination You get badges For memorizing And uh, Reciting Bible passages And My mom Was cool with it Up until she saw like Very first Like parents night Like show Or whatever Where we all got up there And started reciting Bible verses in unison And she said It just reminded her Too much of Nazi Germany And she pulled me out And Like Just never let me go back
0: i I well again, yeah, that is exactly what it's like for for any of that type of thing. You are just supposed to repeat what you'll hear, but the essential thing of the Scouts was to take kids and give them some outdoor skills for some reason, like Fez has brought up, it's become way more indoor. I probably would have stuck with it
2: if it had been all indoors at that point when I was in it because I didn't like to go out to play anyway um well life
1: has become more indoor in general so it's just fucked the kids don't want to go outside it's the only way they'll get them to stay
0: but it is a fucking good thing for a kid to be outside know your way around a little bit what are you cringing for hicks i know my way around the subway i'll, I'll be all right uh mikey boy you're on the RenFest show
5: hey guys i uh i got kicked out of the boy scouts i did it for one year when i was middle school and i got kicked out
0: what'd you get kicked out for
5: Um, well, I didn't, because I just, my buddy and I would just show up and play basketball and dodgeball, and we never got any merit badges, Uh and they kind of got fed up with us and just kicked us out. But they also had all these, like, really troubled kids who'd been arrested and stuff, and they weren't getting merit badges either, either, and we brought that up, and they said, well, they need this and you don't, and they kicked us out.
0: So you were a little wise-ass kid.
5: Yeah.
0: Everybody likes to be the wise-ass kid. Okay, James Dean, I appreciate your call. See you later, Rebel Without a Cause. Why'd you kill the puppies, Plato? Why'd you kill the puppies? Uh, here's uh Jim in Virginia. You're on a fez.
3: Hey, uh, it's it's kind of like the little league baseball thing. It, it's just gotten so soft with rules, and you don't want kids to get hurt. It's it's just such a, it's it's so soft now. It's just it's insanity.
0: So you'd rather see it where the uh where the where the kids actually could get hurt. Right. Okay. So what would you like to see him doing? Bungee jumping? What do you want to see the Scouts doing nowadays? Well, Take on you know, a mountain a, lion. Well, I was a
3: Scout. Went place? through the whole program. I mean, from Cub Scout to Eagle Scout. And it's just the stuff that, that we did as boys was was it was it tough.
1: I mean, yeah. we were...
0: You were, you were back good. in the torture training days where they would actually torture you for a little bit. Uh, here's Michael in um, Dallas. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, Hicks and Fez, you guys could use a scout fucking summer now. This whole thing of being afraid of the planet Earth is amazing to me. You despise your own planet, and you think that your natural way to live in an apartment is the way God planned it. What am I missing? Um, Michael in Dallas, you're on Ronnie Fez.
3: Hey, Ronnie B., what's going on? Hey. I have been with the scouts. Uh, my son got started, and I have to say, what everybody's saying doesn't seem to be how we do it down in Texas, but, I mean, we get some life skills. They do volunteer projects. They cook in campfires. I have to say, I think it's one of the best things, uh, especially this being the 100th year of scouting, uh, that they can be them. Teaching how to use a compass and, and climb mountains. We went up uh, Guadalupe Peak, which was an 8,000-peak mountain.
0: Fez, have you ever fucking used a compass before in your life? Never. Yes. Absolutely not. Have you ever cooked over, over a fire? No. Have you ever slept outside? Nope. Can't do it? Can't do it,
2: they're no. They're soft. They're you
0: the, it's It is even beyond soft. It's just not even giving these other experiences a chance. Now, Hicks, you're the guy who say you like drugs, right? Yeah. I'm going to tell you, you're out on your own in the woods... And it's going to... Something's going to kick in for you. Something that you need. Really? Yeah. That weird isolation or something? Mosquito bites.
2: What is your problem with the planet, Fizz? I don't like my food outside where it's dirty. And I don't want to sleep outside with the insects and other creatures.
0: I want to find out... Like, I brought up Dreamweek Baseball... I want to put you in some kind of a fucking Dream Week boot camp where you're just out there in the mud, you're camping outside, Uh, you're hiking, you're doing stuff, you're living. That's like one of those camps they take uh, bad kids to and they kidnap in the middle of the night. Um, Brat camp. Why do you get the feeling that when Fez's dad was a scoutmaster, even before Fez was there, he was pretending those other kids were his sons?
1: I can see that.
0: Just seeing what it would be like to finally have a boy about corky um, let's go over to uh let's go to Tom at Bayside, Germanfest.
3: hey, guys, what's up yeah um I don't know what the guy in Texas was talking about, but I think after a certain age, the uh Boy Scouts becomes a little uh i don't know what the word is hurt, but all I remember is at a uh, summer camp, three years in a row, there was this group of weird kids out in a tent that used to uh whittle at a wood. And at the end of the project, they had three dildos which they used to fight each other with. So we didn't learn nothing about trying to get out of the woods. All I learned about was uh, how to make dildos.
0: Here's Grant in Tucson. You're in Fez.
3: Hey, how you doing, boys? Hey, man. My boys are Scouts, and my oldest he can build a fire six different ways without matches. He has a great time. We've done rappelling and whitewater rafting. He's only 12 years old.
0: Whitewater rafting, Fez? Nightmare. Rappelling. You could fall. It's all you, dangerous situations. But then what happens to you when you see a di- uh, dangerous situation and you overcome it? Have you ever had that feeling of, yes, I did not think I could do something. And when I found out I could, perhaps it'll change every part of your life. That's what I'm talking about. It's a breakthrough.
1: I once swallowed a bunch of drugs getting away from the cops. That was a great. That's
0: truth. one way of doing it. Absolutely. I don't think there's a badge for that, but you know exactly, yeah, there are times when you think you're going to OD, you don't, you wake up and you think, okay, new start, fresh start.
1: Hey, I'm not going to get years in prison, this is going
0: to work out anyway, after all. There's always the fucking greatest thing in the world, and that's the same fucking feeling that you have when you accomplish something, just like when you're fucking driving down the road, and you're just fucking loaded down, you're on your way to make a drop, Cop pulls up behind you, the fucking cherries go on, you're like, this is it, I'm doing 20. And then he pulls around you because he had another call and he drives away. And then you think to yourself, this is a fresh start. Clean slate. Yeah, it's a clean slate. That's how fucking Fez is going to be when he gets on the other side of that white water.
2: All All you're doing there is having an opportunity to fall out and drown. And when you don't,
0: what's that mean? That's like saying anytime you go on stage, you just have a, a fucking opportunity to fail. You also have the opportunity to succeed. You're going to make. When's the last time that you had a feeling that you overcame something?
2: Um, probably when I made it one way across the bridge one time, driving across the bridge. So
0: you drove over a bridge mm-hmm. and you felt great on the other side.
2: Felt great on the other side, but then it all came back again, and I couldn't drive back over the bridge. I had to go the long way around.
0: Still ends with failure.
2: But for that one moment, you know, coming down the uh, other side of the
0: incline. Uh, Dwayne in New Mexico, you're in a Yeah, I, just,
3: I took a, a troop out fishing, camping, had a great weekend. Just depends
4: on who's in charge of the situation, where they take them. Teach them how to fish,
2: make a fire.
0: Yeah, like everything in life. Like, every, have you ever fished, Fez? Have you ever gotten out and caught your own fish and cleaned them and then cooked them that night?
2: I went fishing one time and it was a nightmare. The fish had swallowed the hook, and I couldn't. And I just destroyed this fish trying to get the hook pulled out of it. Pulled its guts out. Yes, pulled its guts out. You know, of course they don't. Their eyes. There's no closing of the eyes when they're dead. Mm. So that thing was just staring at me.
0: You've seen fish close their eyes before? Just kind of blink their eyes. I there. I wish. Hmm. Um, let's go over to uh, Let's go over to uh, Michael Manhattan. You're a manifest.
3: Yeah, I joined the Boy Scouts, uh, and uh, we went. They went on this thing called a, a jamboree, which sounds like a, pretty much a gay uh, Midwestern dance. It's like uh-huh. all the Boy Scouts get together, what have you. I went up there. It was freezing cold for two weeks. Uh, we're freezing our, uh, our asses off. And uh, the uh, scout leader, who ended up leaving his wife and his sons, were all in warm lean twos. Uh, and it was, it was just a friggin' nightmare the whole time.
0: I uh, 866, Ron Zero Fez. You know, it, it's not a matter of being able just to be part of the scouts. That's not even what I'm talking about here. That's just an organized way to take kids out of the city and do something with them. And Fezy maybe it's not too late for you. Maybe I take you, I'll take you as close as the Poconos, Mm -hmm. take you out there in the middle of the night, I'll fucking blindfold you, take you up on a mountain somewhere and leave you, and you find your way back to New York. And I guarantee you, when you get back here, you're going to fucking feel great.
2: I'm not going to find my way out of the woods, you're going to find a foot, you know, uh, a very wide foot left over from what a bear ate.
0: What I might do is take you out there in the middle of the night, have you fucking dig a hole and we'll never see you again. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, let's go over to A.B. In Indiana, you're on the Run of Fez show.
3: Are uh, Ronnie? Yeah. My, my uh, only reason that I wanted to join the Scouts was for that little soapbox derby race. And I got an old man who's a grim reaper, biker. So we get in this race, he totally rigs my car, intimidates all the rest of the parents, and I walk out of there with the fucking trophy. It was awesome. So, the boys got their pussies.
0: <laughs> so that's what he learned. His dad, the Grim Reaper, could shove around all the other dads and, and win this. Uh, here's the Daily Leader. You're on the Run a Fest show.
5: Maybe Fez would like the scouts as they gave out a merit badge for riding the
2: elevator. And I ride it every day. I'd be covered in badges. Or talking about airplanes. I would be shaking as they pinned it on me from coming off
0: of the elevator. Why is he meowing now? I don't know, Fez That's... What an idiot. Mary, you're on the Round of Fez show. How are you? Hey, Ronnie.
7: Hey, Fezzy, I'm good. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to let you know, my uh, husband was a scout all his life. He's an Eagle Scout. He's now the Scoutmaster. My son is well on his way to becoming an Eagle Scout, and they go hiking and camping. The best part about it is when they're away for the weekend, I have a huge ladies' night party at my house. So it's a win-win situation for all of us.
0: Now, what do you do on ladies' night?
7: Uh, We drink a lot. We dance.
0: You dance for each other? Uh, Sorry? You dance for each other?
7: Not particularly for each other,
0: just with each other. So you you get all blasted up, and then you and the gals, you just have a little PJ party.
7: It's a good time. I'll let you know the next time they go
0: camping. Has there ever been a girl's sleepover where they didn't fuck around, at least practice kissing? Hicks. No. It happens every single time.
1: It always ends up some touching at the very...
0: And then you ever notice this? They always have to make sure the guys find out about it. We're having a sleepover.
1: Something just slips out, just mistakenly.
0: Yeah. So think about it. Think about us with our sleepover, Jacker Cox. Right. Um. Eight six six run zero Fez. Eight six six run zero Fez. Um. Brian, you're on run Fez.
3: Yeah, Fez. You ever been
2: snipe hunting? I've never been snipe hunting.
0: You ought to I... go, Fez. And then when I get you there, I need you to find me a left-handed smoke shifter and some tent paint. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Gunner, California. Hey, good morning. What do you say, Gunner? Good afternoon. Yeah. Hey,
5: uh, I
3: did a... I was in the Boy Scouts at the time I was 18 years old and learned a lot of life skills and then took that and went on to the Marine Corps and was very successful in the Marine Corps for 22 years. And, uh, you, you know, after basic uh, training, you go into your specialized groups and, it's just the skills I learned from the Boy Scouts uh, propelled me uh, further in the Marine Corps than you know people that came in at the same time.
0: Um, Fez, maybe this is exactly what he's talking about. Maybe these are some of the things that, just as you accomplish one thing, it gets you thinking about the next thing to accomplish because you like the feeling of accomplishment.
2: I like the feeling of accomplishment. I just don't like the feeling of the outdoors.
0: The the whole point here. Isn't that, you, it is that you tackle things that you don't think you could. You city slickers this motherfucker up. You learn just one thing. Now, if you were showing me, oh, the rest of my life, I'm just completely happy and fucking confident in my life. I'd be like, yeah, you don't need any of these things. But you sit around every day and you tell us just how you lost confidence and how you're angry and how you're sad. Here's some ways to get better.
2: Well, I think there's, I I can't imagine flies being around my
0: food as... You're right. What I want you to do then is go home, watch the same movie as you have forever, and eat a box of dry cereal. And occasionally look out your window, see fucking giant buildings where people are having fun, and then say to yourself, why can't I go over there? What is it about me? Could you do that for me? That. Could, I, could I count on you to do that? Well, that part I can pull off. All right, give me a pound. Feeling of accomplishment. You're doing it. You're making things happen. That's one thing. Now, go in something else. Get me a badge with a giant L on it. And make sure, no matter what the day is, you order the same fucking um, food of that day of the week. Even though you're there by yourself. Uh, Dave. Dave, in North Carolina, you're on uh,
3: Yeah, my... um boss told me that his daughter was in a Girl Scout troop, and they had to, well, they didn't have to, but they disbanded the entire troop because they found out that one of the families was atheists.
0: Right.
2: North Carolina. Uh,
0: atheist is the second worst thing you could be. What's the first? Wiccan. Those Wiccans are scary. I guess they make gingerbread houses and then eat children for going into them.
1: Cannibals, really?
0: I guess I don't know. Not if it's just the soup. I think if you eat kids' soup, it's not exactly being a cannibal. It's it, just the broth. It's just the flavor, I
1: guess. Of the dead children,
0: right? Uh, yeah. Uh, Cody, Colorado.
1: Yeah,
3: when I, I still have my uh, Boy Scout handbook and I still carry it with me when I go hiking and camping, mountain biking, whatever. And um, I got in a bad mountain bike wreck outside of Montrose, Colorado, and I was about 15 miles away from like the road. And I pulled out that book, and overnight helped me uh, make a lean-to because I forgot how to do it and how to do all that stuff. So it was freaking cold outside, and that thing probably saved my life.
0: Fez, don't you think you should carry a handbook like that with you, or would you just rather die?
2: I am not going to be in a situation where I'm out in the woods and need a handbook to survive. How do you know?
0: How do you know the electric won't go off one day? And that'll be it. It'll be up to you to survive any way you can.
2: My problem would be I'd light the handbook on fire for warmth and then wouldn't have it anymore.
1: That would be a problem. That's how Into the Wild Guy died. He had a shitty
0: handbook. He ate those fucking berries or whatever. That Into the Wild Guy made no fucking sense at all. Burning money doesn't make sense. Why don't you fucking buy some beans with that? You'd still be alive. I'm not saying you gotta go out there with a stereo, but go out with some fucking supplies. I was hanging out with Vince Vaughn in that farm, so. Why didn't Vince help him? Uh, Patrick, Arizona. You're in of Fez.
5: Hey, Ronnie. Hey, Fezzy. Uh, I am an Eagle Scout. I grew up in upstate New York. I grew up in the Catskills. And, um, you know, I, I was never touched by
3: a grown-up or anything like that. And I'll tell you what. There are some things that uh, I'm a career
5: bartender. And I'll tell you what. Just basic first aid. This chick smashed a, a vein with a bottle behind a dumpster out behind the bar one day. Got her fixed up, sent her on her way. There's all kinds of things. Making fire, tying knots, just, uh, you know, being out in the woods and being cold out here in Arizona. Everybody out there thinks it's a desert, but you get up to, like, Lake Powell out on the
3: water and shit. You know, just basic things, man. There are a lot of things that it does a lot of good for.
5: And my dad always told me, you know, and I never believed him at the time, but, uh, like, job application and shit like that, people Mm -hmm. still look at it, and it actually does mean something.
0: Uh, Fez... Maybe you can make it as a bartender, and when a girl tries to kill herself, you can help her.
2: Sounds more like a show tender.
0: Here's some more trick knots. Uh, Mike, Wisconsin.
3: Hey, Ronnie. We used to go winter camping, and they'd send us out into the woods with basic supplies, but we would have to build our own snow cave and then sleep in it overnight. Pretty crazy.
2: That sounds like torture. You're thrown out into the winter wilderness. So, you're not interested in any of this, huh? So. This has no appeal to me. Any of this outdoorsy stuff? Mm-hmm. Put Yeah.
0: You know how Pitching you sit a around. Uh, well, you pitch a tent or two, but only when watching Batman. Uh, you know how mm-hmm. you sit around and you cry all the time and you sob and all, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. What is that thing that you wish that you were? What is it that you, when you call yourself a loser and I didn't do it, what is it, don't you have some kind of fantasy of yourself doing something? Oh, yeah, where I'm a smarter person, where I am a more confident person. Mm -hmm. And how do you see those things happening? How do you see yourself getting from dumb, uh, not confident Fez to smart, confident Fez? What's going to make that thing happen for you?
2: Where I build up my confidence and I go out and I meet people and Um, then I have more people in my life and I have relationships.
0: Right. So how, how how do you accomplish those things?
2: Well, I have to go out and do them.
0: But these are the kind of things that we're talking about here. And all the stuff that you're saying here is all the stuff that you always turn down.
2: Yeah, but this this involves insects, and it involves maybe starving to death.
0: You honestly think you're going to starve to death on a camping trip?
2: If I got lost out there? It could. I mean, I would never be if, one of the people that could find my way out.
0: If you got lost in the Poconos, you can't find a fucking road from the Poconos. Seriously.
2: I doubt I get lost on the interstate.
0: And did that kill you? No. No. Mm. Isn't Mount Airy Lodge in the Poconos or something? Yeah. Oh, they just, I'm fine, fairly man. sure that you can walk in one direction for a day and hit something. The point would be so that you're not just sitting here fantasizing about all these fears. and that Maybe you can learn that you can do things. Very frightening
2: to be out there. Yes. There's no light out there, Ron.
0: yes. Uh, everything that you're saying is true. It's, it's frightening, and then you overcome it, and you see yourself as somebody who gets things done. Um, let's go over here to Skeeter. You're on my face.
3: Yeah. Um, I was in the Boy Scouts when I was younger, and when uh, last weekend we went out for breakfast after the bar, and this dude was, like, choking. I had to perform the Heimlich, and uh, I saved his ass, and I learned that from the Boy Scouts, learning CPR and all that. Mm-hmm. Also, our old uh Scoutmaster, once a year, would throw all our gear in a little cargo trailer. It pulled a pin on the hitch, and that was our survival weekend. Whatever we had in our pockets, we learned to live off of what we had in our pockets for the weekend. And it helped out tremendously, man. So that's all I got for you
2: guys. I'd be having three meals a day of breath spray.
0: And nitroglycerin pills. See, that's the beauty of it, Fez, since you you become what you believe. And you actually believe those things. And I think that's what happens in your personal life. You believe exactly as far as your imagination can take you. Which is, this is it.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, I can't imagine myself starting a fire out at a campsite.
0: You also can't imagine yourself doing most things. And even even the things that you say you want, if you really think about them, they don't make you happy either, right? Where you are, I think, is what makes you happy. You've found a hole to hide in. You've made it as comfortable as possible. Why aren't you happy with that, then?
2: Well, I think it used to make me happy.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Peter, New Jersey, Here are on Runa Fez. Ronnie, it's like you're talking to the missing link. He doesn't even understand. I could just yeah. picture it's like, it's like when you talk to your dog and he nods at you and you right. think, oh yeah, he understands. But it's almost like if you said to the dog, make sure you unlock the garage door later at fucking, uh, you know, so I can bring the truck in. And then, you know, the, you, you at some point in your life, you have to say, the dog's not listening to me. The dog's not After what you would be the crazy person and not the dog, and I think that's what's donning on me. I am the crazy person. I am the insane person. seem sane, Ron. Yeah, I don't think you're crazy. Well, I'm just going to leave a bowl down for Fez.
2: Oh, okay. My survivor skills would have to kick in to know to go to the bowl. Well,
0: that's true. That's true. Uh, here is uh, Bill, Long Island. You're on run of Fez.
3: Uh, hey, guys. Hey, buddies. I want to support Fez. I feel like he wants to do this now. And so maybe we start with baby steps. How about one whole day in Central Park? Carry your food with you, wander the park, and then then go out and spend the night in the woods.
0: Now, you, you've been here for 10 years, Fez. Have you ever just spent the day in Central Park?
2: No, not a whole day. I usually just walk through. If I you've
0: you know, been on the fringes of things, or you're cutting through through the east side to the west side,
2: right? Yeah, just basically, just you know, the time it takes to walk through
0: it. Is it the nature itself that turns you off? Yeah, because a lot of times it just
2: sometimes it just makes me itch to be out there right. on the grass and the leaves.
0: No, you uh, grew up in Florida, didn't? Never spend any time on the water. No. Absolutely not. Uh, and you actually lived on, like, a peninsula. You had the bay on one side of here, over here. You had the gulf on the other side. You lived on the sand stripped, but didn't really do time in the beaches, didn't do time out in a boat.
2: No. No, no time in the water.
0: Did that ever dawn on you, like, hey, this is kind of odd?
2: Yeah, it would dawn on me where it's like, I guess it's pretty, but I don't want to be out in it. Right. Where the fish are swimming around me and around my toes, and uh, I could step on a stingray.
0: Uh-huh. And you feel like things have worked out better, that you never picked up any of those skills? Are you, like, glad you don't have any of those memories? You know how people always talk about, oh, I had a great time this way. Are you glad you don't have any of those memories?
2: No, no, because those would be d- decent, good stories to tell. Right. But, yeah, it was just, it never felt comfortable. hmm
0: Stand between my toes. Comfortable is the most important thing, right? Nothing's more important than comfortable.
2: Well, it was always important to me,
0: right? But even still, right? Comfortable.
2: Comfortable is yeah, it's up there.
0: Uh, here is uh, Wayne in Virginia.
2: Yeah, Fezzi,
5: you know I love you, but uh, dude, when are you going to stop making excuses? You're, you're you're living this shell where you go home, you have your set ways, you pour a big bowl of cereal. You've got, you are missing out on opportunities. You're not just going to meet people and have something to talk about if you're not out there and, and involving yourself in life. Break out of your comfort zone, dude.
0: Uh, we end up in this conf- uh, in this conversation. I think breaking out of the the comfort zone would not be so important if he was happy um, in his comfort comfort zone. And even when I was just asking him about it, now he wasn't all that sure about it. I mean changes
1: comfort zone is what it's pulling down to
2: is yeah. the comfort zone is the comfort zone,
0: <laughs> yeah, he, even the comfort zone isn't comfortable enough.
2: It used to be comfortable. it used to be fine,
0: mm-hmm. but now it's
2: kind of fallen in on me, and it doesn't feel comfortable anymore,
0: and you're just letting it fall in on you?
2: Yeah, because it's a situation of not being comfortable in the comfort zone or out of it, so there's nowhere that's comfortable. So yeah, I get very shaky, no matter what if I'm out, I get a little nervous at home i'm nervous Christ so it's what kinda, are you nervous about at home I don't know it's just it's a feeling of doom that comes around mm-hmm. and it used to be good. it used to be I used to run to get home right used to love to get home and just hide away for the weekend if that felt good, right, but now, not anymore it just it doesn't feel that way so you don't feel good when you're home. No, a lot of times I find myself just going down to the laundry room mm-hmm. to do, like, you know, a spare, you know, just a couple of, you know, uh, shirts. Just to wash, a you know, a pair of jeans or something, just so I'm not in the apartment.
1: Why don't you wash those towels you have all over your house so the cat doesn't fucking...
2: Fuck they out. do get washed on a regular basis. He
0: has, Hicks. His, he has his house covered in towels. Pet towels so your new your sense of adventure is I'm gonna to go to the laundry room well
2: that's it's kind of like an in between I'm not in my apartment I'm not out where I'm gonna be nervous so yeah, I find myself heading downstairs just to the lobby of my building a lot
0: yeah. well, it's great I think it's great uh Wesley. Mississippi, you're on Manifest.
3: Fez, I'm a doctor, and uh, just in general, how long has your feeling of self worth been so low, or uh, the way you describe it? Is I, this something that's come from childhood on, or is this something that's progressed in the recent eight to ten years? I've yeah, never so been a kid. talk about, you know, how wonderful, you know, you are back in the day and this and that. I mean, is it something that's gradually gotten worse? Or yes, has it, it has. been
2: there? Yes, it's gradually gotten worse, yeah. We're a phobic as a kid, but ugh, even more so as an adult.
3: I, I don't... Mm-hmm. That just And then you don't think exploring, you know, if, if what you're doing, like Ron says, if what you're doing is only getting worse, don't you think we need to try to go in another direction and, you know, change? It's, the finding,
2: the- it's finding the other direction to go into. We can do a consultation off the air if you want to. Okay, I'd love to. Uh, just leave your number with uh, with the phone screener. Okay. With Polly uh, Loosebells. Okay. One thing about camping, or going out hiking, is the food rationing. I think I would eat all the food that I had for the entire camping trip in the first half hour.
0: Brian, you're on the Run of show. Hey, guys. How
2: you
3: doing this morning? Great. Hey, with because I've kind of noticed when you're watching TV, like borders, or the people who are addicted to other things, it kind of has the same qualities as Fez's issues, where it's kind of a me, me, me situation, and the more you cater to Fez, the worse his abilities to break free become.
0: So uh, I'm going to throw him out in the street.
3: Well, I wouldn't say yet throw him out in the street, but maybe the way that everybody handles his issues with his gloves, maybe we need to back away and be a little bit more aggressive about um, a popular love type
2: of a situation.
0: Ow! Seems like he's getting better now.
2: That wasn't kid gloves.
0: Take a break. Run a show.
1: Dude, you're a little bitch.
7: I am not. I don't even know why I hang out with you
1: Because you're a piece of shit.
7: I am not a piece of
1: shit. Yeah, but you're a little bitch. Sure.
7: God damn it, man. I swear you guys rip on me 13 or 14 more times, I'm out of here. Let's be
6: undecided, let's take our time Sooner or later we'll know our mind We'll be on the outside, we won't care
2: Because we're together, that's somewhere Back with the Ron and Fez Show on a Thursday, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. That's 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. People Magazine put out their most beautiful issue, and it, it includes a section of New Jersey's most beautiful women. Now, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It sounds like, uh, like Jersey women might not have been able to compete with the rest of the nation, so they had to give them their own section.
0: Well, uh, they're the hot state right now, Fez. They're the state everybody's talking about. New Jersey, Garden State. Yeah,
2: It's uh, it's, uh, it's kind of like a Special Olympics. We'll just give them their own little section here. Everybody will get a medal. There's some states you just don't uh, put the term beautiful women with. It just doesn't fit. You never hear about the beautiful women of South Dakota.
0: Mm, let me think. Sheryl um, Ladd, I think, from South Dakota. One of Charlie's Angels, but I don't know if I know a lot of people from South Dakota, but I know, I'm fairly sure Cheryl Lad said she was from there.
2: Or like the gorgeous ladies of West Virginia. You just, uh, you don't hear about it.
0: She's from Huron, South Dakota. Who is, Cheryl Ladd? Cheryl Ladd. Cheryl sophomore Ladd. Uh, where, where was the other one you said? West Virginia. I can only think of Mary Lou Retton. I don't know a lot of uh, West Virginia people either. So your point is there's unattractive states? Yeah,
2: exactly, where you just don't think of beautiful people when you think of those states.
0: And you got Jersey as one of those states? I think, yeah, as a general stereotype. Wow. It's odd knowing all the women that we know from Jersey.
2: Well, I think on a general basis, Snooki comes to mind.
0: She's from New York. She's from, uh... Poughkeepsie. Boogie Down? No, Poughkeepsie. Is she from Poughkeepsie. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, I was just going on Jersey Shore.
0: I think only one of those kids is from Jersey.
2: So I've never... I've never... I decided never to just... Uh, to even check it out. Now, the LAPD, they said that Jason... Alec-
0: I like to call him Lop... Lepid.
2: They have said that... They said that Jason Alexander... ...was involved in an accident where he hit a 14-year-old boy on a bicycle. That was no accident. It was murder. So, And he wasn't cited for this. So I've gotten some of the details from the police report here. Uh, the car Jason Alexander was driving once belonged to John Voight. Uh, the victim in question was a delivery boy named Ping. The driver gave his name as being buck naked... Uh, There was a Frogger machine in the road uh, distracting him, distracting the driver. Uh, The driver had a previous record of running over pigeons. When asked what happened, the driver said he was trying to escape the Van Buren boys. And the driver wasn't charged, Jason Alexander wasn't charged, when it was found out that the victim was a sidler. So those are just a few details from the police report on this. On the Jason Alexander bike incident.
0: All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It is the Ron and Fez Show on a weekday. Uh, Laura Bush has a brand new book out. And this is an interesting uh, topic that came up, Hicks. She suggests that she, her husband, and several members of their staff may have been poisoned during a G8 summit in Germany where they all fell mysteriously ill. Secret Service investigated, and doctors only found out that they had a virus, but she says we've never uh learned of any of the other people at the conference or if ours was mysteriously the only one. So, Laura books and this is very interesting, that these are the things that don't come out while somebody is president, but after the fact, but do you think Hicks that they were uh, poisoned? I kind of believe it. Of those fucking Eastern European countries,
1: it gets kind of weird. Well, they poisoned that one fucking guy. Yeah, the uh, the guy in England, the uh, I it was ex Russian, ex KGB or whatever. They, yeah,
0: they had like a a radioactive cigarette they planted on him. Yeah, you got to be careful as shit that you're not when you sit down and have a smoke. It isn't radioactive.
1: They're covered in uranium.
0: They now, naturally, she sounds insane because the story didn't come out. But I would watch out for poisoning all the time. And that's why they won't let the president just get like a pizza. I read this thing before with Clinton one night. They were all up late and everybody, you know, they ordered pizzas while they were all sitting around. And uh, he goes for a slice and the fucking Secret Service goes, no. You cannot have that. It hasn't been tested. And he's going to look at everybody else. I don't give a fuck about them. Let them eat um, all this shit that they want. He had to go down and get some apple pie. Oh, what a dick. The they I'm have like, tasters, I guess? Like, people who taste. Well, them? no. I think different. they try to eat as much inside food. No, the funny thing is, when they are running for president, they'll fucking eat everything and everywhere. They're eating corny food. They're fucking just in every, every donut place. This is great. But as soon as you become president, no, you can't eat that.
1: That's fucked up. Uh, that's an unexpected downturn of being a president. Where you have to Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, now, I know our president ate here in the city uh, last year. But what happens there is they send the Secret Service a day or two in advance, go every everything, check the fucking backgrounds. And I think they have people watching the cooks. They go shopping with them, too? Yeah, I don't know how deep you can go with that. That's the fucking funny thing about poisoning somebody. It seems like a much better way or an easier way to assassinate than, of course, um, trying to find a you know a high place with a gun. Because I guess poison can act slow or fast, right? Like right. So let's say you poison the guy in Houston. If he's on the election trail, he might not find out till he's in Portland.
1: That's scary as
2: shit.
0: And you're like, which one of these six cities got them sick?
2: So I think if they were really poisoned, one of them might have died from it. Or poison would have been found in their systems when they were getting checked for the viruses. This sounds like this woman wanted to put out a book and try to spice it up a little bit. Instead of it just being her sweet tea recipe. So you think she's lying or she's mistaken? I think she's lying. Really? Yeah. I think maybe, you know, maybe there was a joke when everyone didn't feel good after the meal mm-hmm. that, oh, I wonder if uh, if uh, the Nazis poisoned us. And I think it got turned into a uh, story for this book.
1: I oh, don't know. Europe really didn't like the Bushes. If it's well, going to happen, it might happen
0: there. You know, it only comes down to one nutty fucking guy, too. Uh... You could be liked by everybody, but one lunatic just decides I'm taking out the president. I bet they got to look out for it all the time. Kurt and Des Moines are on my face. Kurt.
3: Yay. Uh, Stan Meyer was poisoned. Uh, he invented the uh, dune buggy that ran on water. Uh, I uh, it was like t- 22 gallons of water would get him from one coast to the other. And they flew in a colonel from the U.S. Army to talk to him about it and all that fun stuff. And. Uh, uh, I think it was a few months later. He uh, ran out of a a diner, saying they poisoned me and dropped dead.
0: Now, how long ago was this? Because I don't know this story at all.
3: Oh, it was quite a few years ago. Uh, probably ten years ago at least.
0: All right, I'm uh, actually when I uh, go right there, I see Stan Meyer's water fuel cell. Yep. Um.
3: You. Yeah, it was like fifteen hundred dollars for uh, for the conversion for vehicles.
0: Um, Stan Stanley Meyer died suddenly on March 21st after dining at a restaurant.
3: Yeah, that's that's a pretty obvious now, story right according to this, there.
0: the Ohio coroner said that he had an aneurysm, and but it's a conspiracy theorist who said he was uh, poisoned. Yeah. What do you think happened?
3: Uh, I think they killed him.
0: I like any kind of conspiracy I mean- thing like this. Thanks a lot, Kurt. Eight six six runs zero Fez. Eight six six runs zero Fez. It could have definitely happened, Fezzy, that they were poisoned—just not enough. Yeah, whoever did might have just fucked up. Didn't know what the hell they were doing. Because I guess you—you want to put in just uh, just enough. To fucking fuck with somebody, but not enough that they, they could tell in advance.
1: Yeah, not that they can taste it as they're eating it. Like, this shit tastes metallic, these eggs or whatever.
0: Matty, you're on of Fez.
5: What's going on, boys? Where is this? Uh, 866-RON-0-ANTHONY. Uh,
4: fez just told all the exact same jokes Anthony did about the Costanza story yesterday.
0: Well, the beauty of it is, not not a lot of people know this, but O&A are writing for Fez now. How often you have them, the, the kids in law? Were they typing up stuff and handing it over to you?
2: I don't have them doing that. I did not hear this yesterday. I did not hear it. When did you
0: drop your list of jokes?
2: Last night. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I did not hear the show. This was not. Don't. There's no conspiracy theory here.
0: Mm-hmm. Last night during an O&A replay.
2: Well, I think it was probably on at the same time, but I wasn't listening to it.
0: Mm. I didn't have it on while I was doing this. Next time, when you're stealing something from Ant, mm-hmm. take his delivery. Um, here is uh, Sean. You're on Modifaz.
3: Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. Hey, there's a little bit more to him just being poisoned after they were. After he died, his brother. Went to his house to get everything, and the dune buggy was gone, and all plans were missing.
0: Uh, So we never found out. Now, did anybody see this dune buggy?
3: Uh, I believe there was a news report on it.
0: Right, but nobody's ever, like, tested it to see whether it was real.
3: No, I mean, I think there was a news report before he, before they, that's what got all the attention, was when the military flew down the colonel and everything, was after it. He was on the news showing it off.
0: And he just had the one single set of plans. Nobody else had plans.
3: Uh, I, I don't know. I, I also believe he'd also been given a grant by somebody else To after everything that a company had been given had given him a grant to continue on with
6: well, this. And,
0: I'm going to continue on his work. I'm going to sit down after the show today and work on the water uh, fuel cell. As a matter of fact, I've had some...
2: Uh- Ronnie!
0: <clears throat> uh, Chris, you're on run
8: Hey, uh, John F. Kennedy died of poisonous. Lead poisoning.
0: Poison- I love it when people jo- call with old jokes. If you don't have that, have T-shirt slogans. Ask, gas, or grass.
1: Nobody rides for free. But you hear these uh, those crazy conspiracy theories about people, some guy who made fusion energy, and then the gas companies sending an assassin to take him Yeah, they out. kill
0: everybody. The oil companies kill everybody.
2: I think it was Lee Iacocca that killed the Doom buggy guy.
0: So you don't believe in that one either?
2: No, I don't think so.
0: I think someone would have co- would have started
2: working on the water fuel battery again.
0: So you don't think that the... People who, well, I'm not going to get into that. I was going to say the people in power can, I, I'm not going to have this conversation all, I'll become a doubt. Uh, Tom, New Jersey, you're on my Fez.
5: Yeah, how you doing, guys? Yeah. I'm surprised Fez, he doesn't know about this. ONA did about an hour on it,
3: and they uh, even had the news clip.
0: Fez got confused when they said Stan Meyer, they, he thought they meant Oscar Meyer, and he thought that the invention was that big fucking wiener car. Um let's go over to Nate Denver, you're on my fest. What's
3: up buddy? Hey buddy. Uh, um my grandma, her um cousin or, or niece, I don't remember, Figure was married to this guy. Um she is, was obviously a widow. My grandpa, he saw the dune buggy um it operate. I think he said in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um it, he th- that, that's you know, he said that it did work and uh it was going. Um and he said I think he told me he died at a cracker barrel and made the bad joke that anybody could be poisoned at a cracker barrel.
0: But, well, uh, if you're eating at a cracker barrel, you're taking your life in your own hands. I think that goes without saying. No matter what, you invent it. Uh, now I saw Molly Ringwald walking around here a little time ago, and you tried to get her in, and we couldn't get her to come in? Yeah, her schedule was full. It's full of what? I don't know. Who who was the the person behind
1: it? I believe uh, Laura from Booking was uh,
0: had her. Why does Laura hate us? We've, all we've ever done was love Laura. I don't know why Laura hates us. When I think of Laura, I laugh. I don't cry. I know she'd want it that way. Um, And then she wouldn't even sign anything for our, our contest? No, she wouldn't sign anything. She was the queen of the 80s. Little Molly Ringwald. Have you seen her this time through? Uh, no, I didn't see her. She was like this. I am Molly Ringwald! change a little bit. (laughs) Although even in the 80s, you know, she was a different kind of uh, teen queen. I don't know if the 90s had the same way. Like when you say an 80s teen movie, you know exactly what you're talking about there. But I don't know if the 90s had their own teen movies. Like I do know that the 90s had Clueless. But didn't Clueless kind of feel like an 80s movie? Absolutely. Where the 90s movies were more like, I don't know, Slacker or something. They were... Generation X. Yeah, you're talking about something a little cooler than a fucking high school movie.
1: Yeah, like, uh, it's just right out of high school. Guys who fucking don't have have shitty jobs and are just bullshitting a lot.
0: Yeah, it's almost the exact opposite of a John uh, Hughes movie, where you're really not going to... Well, when was Heather's? Was that a 90s movie? It might have been 90. I'll check. Yeah. That did not have the same kind of, everybody's going to leave here happy. 88. All right, 88. So that was an 80s teen movie too. What was the 90s teen movies? Give us a call. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Because I don't think they had their own breakfast club. I don't think uh, that they had their own Pretty in Pink Nothing of that substance, or was American Pie? Was that the eighties? Was that this fucking decade? That was the nineties.
1: That was when I was in high Th- school. That was nineties. Yeah, the first ones was when yeah, I was when I was in high school. I and
0: I know that you probably laughed your ass off at the time at those movies, fuck the pie. But uh, you can't l- even look at it now. Where well, you can still watch the John Mo- Hughes movies. Oh,
1: it's horrendous! I can't believe why anyone in my high school loved that it,
0: shit. It, it's fucking unbearable, actually. It's unbearable. Where the 80s had that don't you forget about me thing. Um, Here's Ryan. Ryan in Minnesota. You're on the Run a Faze show.
3: Well, if I'm going to go 90s teen movie, there's a a wide variety, but uh, I grew up with good old Kevin Smith, Mallrats clerks,
5: those types. Those those are great.
3: Now,
0: I will give you that Kevin Smith was kind of that spokesman of, the, of that 90s things, but it was a a post-high school situation.
1: Yeah. Slackers.
0: Yeah, it was a slacker thing. It's um Although I never turn on, even Mallrats I never turn off.
1: Actually, I kind of I more I saw Mallrats first. Because I was a fucking comic book nerd and heard Stan Lee was in a movie. And I picked that up and I loved it. And I just went on from there. You
0: all right, though. Oh, yeah. I fucking loved it. Yeah. Um, he Brody kind of took some shit for that movie. I don't know why. I guess because... I, I really don't know why they gave him shit for that. But if you go back and watch it, it's kind of a fun romp. It's great. It's Jason, a fun little romp.
1: Jason Lee's very good.
0: Uh, Chris, you're on the Run of Fed show. What do you got for me, buddy?
1: Uh... The one I remember first is uh,
3: Singles. She was like the big uh, 90s. They had the music, they had the drama, they had the cool guys and the the lost girl.
0: Now, I agree with you 100%, but that's really not a teen movie. Again, it's a post-college movie. Where everybody's in their early 20s. It's got all the elements of a teen movie, except for their... Even a little more retarded because they're still thinking about it. There's no school dance involved. You are right, Fez. There's not a school dance involved in any of the post-teen movies. Um, Brandon, uh, Atlanta, you're on the Run of Fez show.
3: Hey, Ron. Uh, hey, Fezzy. Uh, yeah, I think Days and Confused. That was like a big one for
5: uh, me and all my friends We watched it constantly.
3: What year did Days and
0: Conf- Confused come out? Do you remember? It was it early '90s? Yeah, I think it was, like, 92, well, maybe 93, 94, probably. Now, I'm a gigantic fan of that movie, but it's really about the 70s, where John Hughes, his teen movies of the 80s were about that moment. The... That film, uh, Dazed and Confused, was already playing to this nostalgia card. Now, it was perfect because it was high school. Everything was happening. I have a... uh, yeah, it's, it's
1: all in, t- in the time. Days of definitely isn't a 90s teen movie. Uh, definitely not. But I have one. Uh, Encino Man was a 90s teen movie.
0: All right. Encino Man, which showed all the 90s problems you have when you find a caveman living. And they also had the really great bad guy who went like this. He's caveman. And that guy, Pauly, teaches about wheezing the juice. Well, yeah. And no one really knew how to uh, to look at all.
2: They went with the Beverly Hills 90210 theory of let's use some people about 30 years old as our high school
0: teenagers. You thought they were too old to be playing that? Yeah, every one of them. Um, let's go over here to uh, Shane. Shane, you're of Fez. Hey,
5: Ronnie, Fez. Uh, my movie from the 90s would be Empire Records. Yeah, you had teenagers working at a record store. They were about to get out of high school, go to college. I
0: th- weren't All- they already out of high school though? I think they might fi- no, fit I, in.
5: I think they were just getting out of high school, going to college.
0: Now, Empire Records, of course, was great because of the song "Sugar High," as well as just like uh, the fact that they're taking on the man and the corporate bullshit. I'm sure that Hicks was a huge fan. Of Empire Records Oh yeah I
1: love it It's great And that was Slater The protagonist or whatever The guy on the couch Was Slater from Days to Confuse
0: Yeah he was But this he was Totally different He was way more cynical Way darker And maybe one of the Really early hipsters He was superb Um, Let's go over to uh, Brandon Brandon you're on The Run of Fez show
4: Hey Ronnie B Hi Fez uh, I think uh, Sarah Michelle Geller was definitely the teen queen of the 90s, and she was in a movie called Cruel Intentions, and that was
5: late 90s. But I also feel like teen movies uh, went to that pseudo-horror movie, you know, with the Scream and the I Know What You Do Last Summer.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Scream series uh, played to a lot of that thing. Uh, let's go over to Chris in Atlanta. You're on run a fez. Hey,
5: Ronnie, you can't forget
3: it. I can't hardly wait.
0: Uh, Can't Hardly Wait was a real attempt to do a John Hughes movie and I'm not sure it's su- it succeeded. I'm not sure anybody's a big fan of that film. I went back I actually watched
1: it a couple months ago. I was like, oh, I remember this movie I watched it in high school. Holy shit it, do- it doesn't fucking stand up
2: at all It's terrible. Jennifer, love you. It's awful Yeah, you don't worry about her or any of the geeks like you would in Anthony Michael Hall
0: um, There's no one to
2: root for in that movie
0: Uh, Jeff, Dallas, you're on Running Fez. Jeff, going once, twice.
3: Hey, hey, Ronnie, hey, Fezzy. Uh, What about Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure?
5: I don't know if that was late 80s or early 90s, but I think it was early
0: 90s. Bogus Journey was 91, the first one was 89. Okay. Um, All right, Uh, here is also Adam. Adam, you're on Running Fez.
5: Hey, how about uh, ten things I hate about you? You got Heath Ledger. You got Julia Stiles. Great nineties movie. Your
0: team. Yeah, it wasn't a really big hit, but it was set up as that. And again, it was also a little more cynical. Cynical. Did not exactly get the uber fans that the uh, that the eighties films had.
1: Hackers was a teen, was a teen nineties movie
0: good point there and the hackers film was great because it taught us to hack the planet see at some point I think to be a good teen movie you have to hate the man you have to hate the future oh yeah um, and the plague that you know we're going to grow up and we've got to be really really careful because we'll turn awful if we do Tate you're on run a fez
3: Hello, gentlemen, yeah. uh, the teen queen of the 90s, about a thousand times hotter than the buck ginger Molly Ringwald and voluptuous, lovely lady, Jennifer Love Hewitt.
0: Jennifer Love Hewitt, who um, still, as she invented that character, she still kinds of, kind of plays it to this day. She's the nice girl next door um, and doesn't realize how big her breasts are. Oh, no. Or no that idea. her nipples are hard, because <laughs> she's extremely shy. Um, let's go over to Driver Joe. You're on fez.
3: Hey, Mister B, I got yeah. one for you. Uh, yeah. With Mister Freddie Prince Jr., she's the one.
0: Freddie Prince Jr., she's the one. That's where uh, he found a girl with glasses, but thought to himself, "She's so ugly. She has glasses. But if I take these glasses off, she'll be beautiful." Why does that troll have glasses on? Yeah, she's an idiot. Stay away from her.
2: Well, she also had a book in her
0: hand. Um, Tony, the big uh, teen movie. Tony, and Fez Show. Lost you. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Mike. You're on and Fez.
5: Hey, what's going on, Rana?
0: Yeah. Uh,
3: you can't forget about House Party and Class Act.
0: Um, House Party came out what year? Ninety. Uh, and that, of course, had the great Kid and Play in it. And, uh, fantastic movie. You better shut the fuck up, over! that spent $19,000 on this house. And the wheeze makes a
1: appearance in that one, too. I don't even remember that. He's randomly in, the, in a uh, hall, a hallway of the, of the high school, and they just, like, say what up to him. Very strange.
0: Uh, let's go over to Artie. Artie, you're on the run of fish show.
3: Yeah, how you doing? Hello.
0: Uh, what's happening?
3: Pump up the volume.
0: Pump up the volume. Where, Hi, Christian
3: Slater. Happy
5: Harry Taking on the man.
0: Uh, what year were we looking at for, uh, pump up the volume? It was a gigantic film for the kids because it taught that you could do a podcast and change your community.
1: Ninety. And punk rock just fucking makes you the coolest person in the world. In uh, fucking Arizona, wherever the hell he
0: was. Yeah, any kind of uh, slight punk. Um, Let's go over to uh, Mike. Mike in Indiana, you're on in a fez.
5: Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Uh, varsity Blues taught me everything about uh, whipped cream on a girl.
0: Now, I get Varsity Blues confused with... There's another one where they're laying in the street. They're all kind of the same, but you're in football.
1: That's sorry, roughness?
0: Yeah, you don't want any shit from the coach. You just want to do things uh, your way. Uh, varsity Blues was great because I don't want your laugh where he's yelling. I think at his own dad or is it his coach? Dad, I think. And they might be the same person because in that town, all the dads and coaches want you to change. <clears throat> but you want to do other stuff. You're you're reading a book during the game. I don't want your
6: laugh.
0: Um, let's go over here to uh, Doug. Doug, you're on Doug. Howdy, babe. Yeah. What do you say?
3: Hey, look at uh, drive me crazy with Melissa Joan Hart and Adrian Grenier. <coughs>
0: Pure chick flick. I don't even think I know this one. Oh, my man.
3: It's got Adrian Gennere and uh, Melissa Joan Hart. They're all back in high school, and they end up fucking and everything. And then their parents end up hooking
0: up. Yeah, it's great. Wow, no, I don't even know this at all. Uh, Brian, you're on Runa Fez. Brian.
3: Yeah, what's up? Uh, what about uh, SLC Punk?
0: I forgot all about that fucking film, the Salt Lake fucking film, right? And those kids will play the same part over and over and over.
1: Yep. That was a good one, though.
0: Yeah. Uh, Ron, you're on the Fest show. Yeah, Ronnie B. I got Romy and Michelle.
7: They had a flashback to the 80s.
0: Um, yeah, I, I can't exactly give it to them. Um, because that's more of a return to high school movie. Um, here's uh, Seth German Fez. What's
3: up, buddy? Yeah. What about uh, Rushmore or Election as well, too?
0: <laughs> Election is a great film, and of course, Rushmore is a great film. All right, I'm being uh, I'm still I'm still corrected here. There were a lot of big '90s uh, films for the kids.
1: I think they just get overshadowed by like. The She's All That and can't Harley Waits were just so terrible. You don't think these other good films have teenagers in them.
0: You never know why one breaks through, though, because it isn't that much better. The, oh, this is a classic team film is not that much better than a uh, shit fucking team film. They're all pretty much the same. If they knew how to do it, they would fucking probably do it over and over. Uh Tara, Alabama, you're in Fez. How about Wayne's world? Uh Wayne was not a teen. Wayne was a little larger. Uh Jason, Callie, you're in be? Yeah. A wild thing, man. Ed Campbell in the swimming pool.
3: Callie Sheen's wife. Nice.
0: That was a legitimate teen movie. They oh, were yeah. high school teens. Uh having sex with each other. It's fucking sucking. In the pool, and then of course, uh, Bill Murray makes an appearance.
1: And uh, uh, Kevin Bacon's
0: cock. Kevin Bacon's uh, semi makes an appearance.
1: What a fucking weird movie. I don't know how that fucking thing got made or how Bill Murray ended up in it.
0: Bill Murray ends up in strange fucking things all the time.
1: Uh, You see him him making his comments about shitting all over uh, Ghostbusters 3 and how there's no script, and it's just a hard on for fucking critics to just bitch and ask me. Yeah,
0: I read the thing with him where he's like, I guess he's getting tired that they bring it up, but they've never written a script, but every once in a while they'll just uh, feed a couple couple critics to get the bloggers to talk about it more. And Mary's like, fuck you. He's the shit. I love it. He is. He's just the best. That article with him just being out at a restaurant, the way he talks next, he just enjoys life. He's the anti-fest. He's the absolute anti Uh, Paul, New Jersey. You're on a Fez.
3: Hey, guys. Uh, pretty good. Uh, dark uh, high school 90s movie, uh, Suburbia.
4: Yeah, Eric Bergogian version when they're you know sitting around the uh, convenience store and all that.
0: Yeah, Bergogian wrote the script for that. It was based off of a play. I'm not even sure, he. he, now that I come to think of it, I don't know whether he did write the script, but I know he had done the play. Um, You you remember this one, Hicks? No, I don't. Oh, you would dig it. Uh, They're just in the parking, and it's really, if we're going to be honest here, it's a three, four year after a high school deal. Uh, But they're all hanging out in a 7-Eleven parking lot drinking. And one of their friends had really got big in an indie band, Pony, and he's a dick. Sounds awesome. Pony's a fucking dick, man. Um, here's Jackie. You're on a fez.
3: Ron, the movie you were thinking of before is The Program, the one where the kids are laying in the street trying not to get hit by cars.
0: There you go. The program, and then somebody actually did that, got run over by a car, so they had to edit it out of the movie.
3: Right, if you watch it now, it's not even there anymore.
0: It's so stupid, because let me tell you something. Do any of the stuff that you do, and fucking die hard, and the kids will die too. Uh Rona, California.
7: Uh, hello, um, I was thinking of two movies. I can't
0: remember the years, but I was thinking Go and Jawbreaker. I really like those movies. All right, Go was 99. Those were more slackers, and that's when Jay Moore was typecast as gay. Exactly. You uh,
3: no, the fun movie.
0: Yeah, he, Jay Moore <laughs> was actually excellent in this film, uh, Go. Make sure you get the opportunity. If you haven't seen it, pick it up and rent it. And it's really, really cool. Um, and then the... The guy who was in that film, the the dealer there is justified. Yeah, to me
1: all all fans.
0: Dave's brand new fucking hero.
1: Yeah, constantly talking about justified.
0: Uh Ben you're in a Ben, we got you, pal?
3: Yeah. Uh talking about um if looks could kill.
0: I'm not sure I remember this one. What's it about?
3: It's the uh the the high school kids on a Field trip, I think it's over in Europe, and he stumbles into the James Bond role.
0: No, I never even saw this one or, or heard of it.
3: Yeah, it's got the, um, what's that guy's last name? Is it Greco? Gecko or something like that? The um,
0: Richard Greco. Yeah, Greco. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: He stumbles into the whole James Bond thing. And, oh, that's know, enough he,
0: reason to keep me away from anything <laughs> is Greco. I, va-
2: I vaguely <laughs> remember this film. Uh, I think he had knockout gas in his cufflinks.
0: Sean Monticello, you're on a
2: Hey guys, what's going
3: on? Hey, uh, how about the movie
0: Fridays? I think it was Ice Cube, Rice Tea, or something like that. That's when I was going uh, Earl or Franklin Debo. I can't remember which one I was going Debo the other day.
1: I think of Franklin.
0: You ain't got no job. Debo just fucks motherfuckers up. That's all he does. Uh, Bob, Massachusetts, you're Bob. Hey, how you doing, Ronnie? What do you say, pal?
3: I got a nice movie here. A uh, suburban boy can get, you know, familiar with uh, Boys in the Hood.
0: <laughs> great film. I don't know whether I'd call it a fun teen high school film. But it is a great fucking film. Well, it was fun. Kim, New Jersey.
7: Uh, how about the movie that got me to uh, stay a virgin until I was in college? Kids.
0: Uh, we actually just talked about the uncomfortability of that film the other day. Uh, I'm I'm sad that it had the boomerang effect on you, though.
7: Oh, it was terrible. Well, how many people had AIDS by the end?
0: Well, yeah, there were... All of them. Uh, That's when they tried to tell Cetros we get AIDS. <laughs> it was the big bluff for the 90s. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, uh, six, six, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Six, six, uh, let's go over to uh, Dan, Wyoming. You're on ron fez Yeah. Damn, once, twice? Terry. Yeah. Lost you. Let's go over to Tara and Philly, your Mona Fez.
7: What about Say Anything?
0: I think that was an 80s film.
7: I could have sworn seeing prom night in the 90s. All
0: right, we're going to have to go take a look at this. What year? 89. 89.
7: All right, I stand corrected.
0: Thank you, honey. Bye-bye. You're just
2: hammered. She does not remember her prom.
0: Who does? Sean Renefez. Hey. Yeah.
3: How about License to Drive with the late Corey Haim?
0: I think that's also 80s. Am I wrong about the 80s with him? Because those guys might have been on the cusp of the late 80s, early 90s. They might made quite a few Corey movies. 88. 88. Too early, my friend. Uh, Brian, Michigan. You're in uh, The faculty. Yeah.
5: How about that one? Where uh,
0: yeah, the faculty, uh, starring John Stewart, Harry Knowles. I'm trying to think of what other weird fucking teachers they had. Selma Hayek, I think, and that's when some kind of space aliens are taking over the high school,
1: and future Scientologist Katie Holmes has to fight them.
0: Oh yeah, beautiful Katie Holmes. I just saw a thing where Katie Holmes they're talking about her playing Jackie O in a movie. Really? But we. Uh, we both married the talented guy. So she has a lot in, in common.
2: And they're going to use Greg Kinnear as JFK. Is
0: that right? Uh-huh. Fun fact. Love it. Chris, Tucson, Ron and Fez Show. How
3: about uh, Providence?
0: Providence. I think it was that a Fairly Brothers uh, film. One of them, I think, wrote it up. We'll look into that. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Brad, Run a Fez Show.
5: Hey, what's up, Ronnie B? How about yeah. uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, man? They had a prom, you know, dance at the end.
0: Yeah. Uh, I never watched Buffy, and I never watched the TV show. Never watched the movie <laughs> or TV show. So I don't know a lot about it.
1: Outside Province is based on one of the Far- a book written by the Farley Brothers yeah. uh, It's actually a pretty good film. Yeah, it's great.
0: And one of the... uh, What's his name? Drugs Malone or some shit? Yeah, it's one of the early... uh, If you go back and watch this, you'll see that Alec Baldwin formulating his middle-aged character. Perfect. Very, very strong little movie, though.
2: You're really into the drugs if you get the nickname Drugs above anyone else.
0: That's true. You would have to probably take a lot of drugs for people to call you drugs.
2: Absolutely, but I mean, everybody taking drugs, you're the king of it, I guess, to pick up the nickname.
0: Here is uh, Rob, you're in Fez.
3: Hey, Ron, how you doing? Yeah. Uh, how about the movie Gummo?
0: Don't think I know this one. What's it about?
3: Uh, it's uh, it's kind of like the Redneck Kids. It's about done by one of the guys who did Kids. It's set in like uh, rural Ohio. All
0: right, I want to see this.
3: It is so deeply fucking disturbing, man.
1: Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. It's written by the person who uh, co-wrote Kids with Larry
0: Clark. Well, did you ever see Bully by Larry Clark? Oh, yeah. That's fucking twisted. And I didn't live that far from there when I was in South Florida. Holy shit. Yeah, I know a couple of those fucking spots in the movie, and I'm like, eh, this is uncomfortable. That's fucking creepy. Uh, Trudy, you're on the Run and Fez show.
7: Hey, um, it's actually Trinity, but that's okay. My favorite movie from the 90s is The Craft.
0: We are the weirdos, Mr... Yeah, that
7: movie is
0: great. Once again, Perfect. teaching us fear the wiccans.
7: Yeah, exactly. Perfect teenage movie.
0: It is, and we want to fear and and attack all the vagina religions. Because mm-hmm. maybe you'd be ready to be a wiccan for yourself.
2: I could. I mean, maybe I could try that one out. You want to try new religions? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well,
0: yesterday you were totally cynical and didn't believe.
2: But I don't believe in a god. But I mean if there's like a nature worship or we Wick, just worship the
0: sun well Wiccans believe in God oh. we, those things are God to them have a blood orgy you deep thinker Fez you picture yourself as a deep thinker no I do I see I uh, still run waters run deep um let's go to Jamie in, Pitts, in Pittsburgh
4: 1995, how about Dangerous Minds? Michelle Pfeiffer and that Coolio song.
0: Yeah, this was a to serve with love for the fucking 90s. And this, of course, got gigantic based on uh, Gangster's Paradise. Just gigantic film. And everybody acted like, you know, if pretty white women did try to teach, they'd turn those kids around. They'll finally, listen. Maybe. What are you doing teaching here? These kids are lost causes. Go back to the rich kid school. That's better for you.
8: She
2: believes in them.
8: you know that's unheard of. You better watch how you're talking and where you're walking. are you and your homies might be lying and talking. I really hate the trip, but I got a low... the situation they got me facing i can't live a normal life i was raised by the shit so i gotta be damn with the hood team too much television got me chasing dreams i'm an educated fool with my money on my mind head. got my tin in my hand and the gleam in my eye i'm a locked out bitch, set, and, and my homies is down so don't arouse my anger fool ain't nothing but a heartbeat away I'm living life through a What can I say? I'm 23 now, but will I live to see? 24, the way things are going, I don't know Tell me why-
4: 47, 47 years old, You know how I stayed alive this long, all these years, fear, a spectacle of fearsome acts, somebody steals from me, I cut off his hands, he offends me, I cut out his tongue, he rises against me, I cut off his head, stick it on a pike, raise it high up, so all in the
8: streets can see, that's what preserves the order of things, fear,
0: Uh, have order, but you won't, uh... I won't have a lot of friends like that. He was popular, though, for not having any
1: friends.
8: (laughs)
0: A lot of people mad over at the sci-fi uh, network, as was telling me.
2: Yeah, they are bringing Friday Night Smackdown to the Sci-Fi Channel, or as it's just known now, Sci-Fi. So, in a comment,
0: but how do they spell that?
2: S-I-F-Y, Sci-Fi, all one word.
0: Yeah, it's not the way that you spell Sci-Fi, though.
2: No, that's, that's that annoys me. That's Siffy. Hmm. That's the channel, Siffy. I
0: think that's my niece's name.
2: So, they're uh, very upset over at Siffy. Commentary I read is that, oh, move over, nerds. The jocks are sitting at the cool table now.
0: Who wrote that commentary?
2: Um, you know what? I'm not sure who wrote that, but it was a sci-fi fan who feels that the sci-fi f- fans themselves who helped put together the sci-fi network are being pushed out by the jocks and professional wrestling.
0: It's kind of an interesting point because this happens with the little networks. That they're supposed to be about something. Mm-hmm. Where, and that happened with MTV years ago, when it stopped being about one thing, everyone got mad. No, no one ever gets mad at CBS if they had a game show at night. They're like, okay, well, they're trying to get high ratings. No one ever thinks CBS is only about these kind of shows.
2: I like that wrestling fans are now being considered jocks by sci-fi fans. Like there's a pecking order. And that the wrestling fans are basically the bullies. I've watched wrestling all my life. I've never felt it was the cool table to sit at.
0: Well, you've also watched sci-fi all your life.
2: Right, yeah. But to me, they go together. I don't know what the bitching is about. It's about costumes. It's about basically superheroes in these wrestlers and supervillains that do heinous things. I have no idea why the sci-fi fans are complaining about this.
0: So, in your mind... Uh, wrestling and sci-fi, same thing. Yeah, yeah, it all goes together in fantasy. I I don't even put fantasy with science fiction. I think it has to be science and fiction. Um, I don't see magic or superheroes anything to do with science fiction. I think that you do need science to be real science fiction. And that's why I think Star Trek is science fiction. Star Wars is not science fiction.
2: I think Star Wars is science fiction because they use, like, a lot of futuristic things.
0: It doesn't make it science fiction, though. There has to be something that, oh, this could work if you had the right thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're just not going to have a flying dragon in space for no reason. There has to be a reason that, you know, when when you have warp speed, you have to put some kind of fucking thought behind it. You just don't go. And then, thanks to the magic of goodness, you're able to go into warp speed.
2: Yeah, but it's uh, with Star Wars. It's a lot of stuff. It's laser to swords. Me,
0: to me, that is yeah, laser swords. Again, why would you have one? They're not going to have a laser sword in the future. It would be a wasted fucking weapon. Um, in the same way, I don't consider wrestlers in the same way I do sports. They're both in in the fantasy world.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, I think wrestlers. Go closer to sci-fi like superheroes.
0: I don't think of superheroes as sci-fi.
2: Oh, but, but they usually have like some sort of futuristic gadget or something like Does, Batman uses. That's still fantasy.
0: There has to be some kind of ability. Like our technology hasn't caught up with the thought, but the thought has to be here. Like Ray Bradbury is science fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, Lord of the Rings is fantasy.
2: Yeah, to me it was always if it involved any sort of outer space.
0: Right, I got it. So no matter was, what I'm saying, I get yeah. it. It's all sci-fi. All right, eight six six run zero fez, eight six six run zero fez. Here's Todd Cleveland. You're on the Run a Fez show.
3: Hey, what's up, buddies? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sci-fi used to be spelled correctly, and then they had to change the logo because they could not trademark sci-fi because it was public, considered public domain.
0: The name sci-fi belongs to all of us. Yes. That's like if you wanted to call your network baseball.
3: <laughs> exactly. See, so I would... NBC Universal had to change it to something that they could trademark.
0: I see. So it was that like it was them that wanted to keep it as trademarkable, not like you, you could call it sci fi, but then you can't trademark the name.
3: Right. They also have a, a sci fi magazine put out that was so they couldn't copyright, so anybody could have a sci fi magazine also.
0: Oh, okay. so, so what they're really trying to do is just change the spelling of sci fi by exactly doing like marketing
5: to keep
0: it. Yeah. Wow. Um heck, you consider
1: yourself a science fiction fan Oh yeah, you yeah, it's well I didn't fucking through my formative years.
0: you see what I'm I'm saying the difference between fantasy is with sci fi and I'm not getting through to Fez. He thinks if it has outer space in it.
1: No, it has to have like some basis basic basis in fact or or possibility because in to deal with science and fantasy right. is just fucking dragons and uh in, like in Star Wars you could replace um the a spaceship with a flying
0: beast or whatever yeah, it wouldn't really make story. any fucking difference no one that sits there and watches Star Wars you don't go oh how could that happen but a Star Trek fan will become quite upset if the rules of science aren't followed where a uh, a fan of uh, Star Wars is just like Lucas is so fucking awesome, or I hate Lucas, he's a dick. Wish I could use the force. going
5: to get them uh, much uh, ratings anyway? I mean, Austin, who watches that?
0: Austin, go ahead, buddy.
5: All right, Later, man.
0: you're on the air. You were talking oh, to no one. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's
5: all. That's really all I had to say, though. It's
3: just
0: no that, one heard you. you
5: it's, were, it's like uh, it's like. MTV,
3: they uh, put on all that shit, reality television, and uh, it's just nobody really watches it now because it used to be music television.
0: Here's the funny thing is, what what your point is, you're absolutely wrong. More people watch it now than used to watch it in the old days, and their ad dollars are through the roof. They've taken that thing into a multi-billion dollar fucking project. And I agree with you. I don't ever put it on. I'd much rather have a, a chance to catch videos. But there's just not the same money in it.
2: One of the other shows that Sci Fi is adding is a cooking show, and they're calling it, I think, the Quantum Kitchen. So just to, it's going to be a regular cooking show, but just give it a little Sci Fi feel to it with the name.
0: All right. Thanks for the update. Eight six six Ron zero Fez. Eight six six Ron zero Fez. Uh, let's go over here to, um, let's go over to Wes. Wes, you're on the Renefez show.
5: Hey, yeah, Ronnie B. I was wondering what you thought of something like, uh, Iron Man. I saw, uh, Iron Man 2, an early screening a couple of days ago at the Draft House in Austin, and John Favreau was doing a and a afterwards, and he said that the Army had actually, uh, bought the rights to some of the footage in Iron Man to present as, uh, as, as arms footage to try that, because that's what they're actually going for. Is that science fiction?
0: No, yeah, that part of it I definitely think would be science fiction, um, and I'm never saying that. The, of course, that the lines don't get blurred. there. By the way, what did you think of Iron Man Two? Dude, I thought it was.
5: I mean, it was a great movie. Mickey Rourke takes the movie and makes every scene he's in is just incredible. And Scarlett Johansson, if I mean, if you don't come in your pants during what the scene where she just completely kicks ass, it was really good. It Dude, was good.
0: I know that some like you can make fucking statements like that. On a blog, but now you're talking to another man. And you're saying <laughs> to another man, you're going to come in your pants.
5: Okay, you're right. But hey, I, I will say, even talking Put to that- another man, I was excited when Robert Downey Jr. walked out on stage and the whole crowd went nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what are you going to do?
0: Um, I, no idea. You say it was hard for Robert Downey? Is that what you just said? Yeah, it was hard for Robert Downey. And again, I think you can blog that stuff, you can tweet it. I don't think you can say it out loud.
1: It sounds crazy.
0: I don't think uh, that you can sit there and tell another man you're going to come in your pants. Um, here's Victor. And Marilyn, you're on Ron fez. Hey, Ron,
3: fez. Yeah. Love you guys. Just wanted to say that uh, I definitely think that science fiction has to be, have a little basis in actual science and not necessarily reality, but at least you can look at it like aliens it was all about mining and spaceships and shit, and then it brought in the alien, you know? Right. Otherwise, it is just fantasy. It drives me crazy that they're both in the same section
5: of the library, so I think they're, not, you know, 180 degrees apart.
0: Well, uh, I, I do agree. I think that you can mix the two, and people have, but overall, uh, I mean, you know, in the same way as I don't, you know, the thing that you're saying about superheroes, Fez and wrestlers, when they did try like a superhero wrestler, weren't the fans mad at them?
2: Oh yeah, where it, was, it became the, jo- the hurricane was the superhero wrestler uh-huh. and it, re- it became one of the B-card joke guys where it was the comic relief during the show. But I don't think it gets away from the actual effect of good versus evil that you're getting in all of these guys.
0: I, I don't think they've done the good versus evil thing in a long time, have they? Wasn't the post-Stone Cold World a thing where we've gotten away from good guys and bad guys? Well, yeah, what
2: happens is there's a bad guy that's so bad, uh, everyone's cheering him. So he just, by process of elimination, through a natural process, he becomes a good
0: guy. I don't know if he's, he's good all the time, though. I don't think that he falls into the good versus evil. I thought they got away from that. Am I wrong, Hicks?
1: As a middle ground. I guess uh, vigilante esque would be. Kind of tweeners. Yeah, there you go.
0: Yeah, I think
2: there's like a greater evil, like to go after the corporation and Vince McMahon himself, who's supposedly a greater evil. Or, or the corporate ministry.
0: Mm. All right. Um, here's uh, Eric. Marilyn, you're Manifest.
3: Hey, um, the term you're looking for, Ron, is hard SF. Okay. When you're talking about when you're talking about science fiction that actually has a logical makeup and a background that you can actually it may not exist but it follows its own logical path right. in real science, that's hard as that. Everything else is just sci-fi.
0: All right, so you're saying uh, that even the fantasy stuff, flying dragons, is also sci-fi. You're with Fez on that.
3: Well, no, no, fantasy is separate. The reason they they lump them together is because the stories. All take place in imaginary world mm-hmm. they don't take place in the real world so therefore they're all the same. But if it's got source if it's got magic it's fantasy and if, but if it' just takes place in outer space like Star Wars, is not hard SF because you know you don't know how the engines run you don't know how, how all the how everything happens but Star Trek, since you actually know it's dilithium crystals run the ship and they've got computers. And and, and there's actually a logic that they all have to follow, even though it's all made-up logic. All
0: right, thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. Hard sci-fi is the word I'm looking for. That That might be my new, uh, excuse me, Fez, but that might be my new online name, hard sci-fi. Hopefully,
1: you'll be the first one. I know there's
0: some stupid numbers behind I might have to go with uh, sci-fi guy, which I'm hoping to get, (laughs) or sci-guy.
2: WWE Films, they are breaking their unwritten rule about not making a movie about a wrestler. And they are going to do Gorgeous George the Movie, going into biopics here. Which I think is a fantastic idea. This is the wrestler's story to tell. I don't think there's a better... I, don't think, I can't think of a wrestler today that would end up getting his own biopic that it was an interesting enough story. So Gorgeous George is going to be there. The only problem He's going to be there? Well, that movie's going to be there. Mm. The only problem is I think you need a real wrestler to play Gorgeous George so that it looks authentic.
0: Um they've kind of made this movie years ago with Fonzie. Fonzie did kind of a rip-off of that story. Uh-huh. And I don't know what it was called. Late 70s early 80s, but he was an actor that couldn't get a job, and then he went out and did uh, all kinds of wrestling gimmicks. He was happy that just people were paying attention to him, and he ended up doing a Gorgeous George type character. The one and only—that's it. One and only. He was the hundred. He was the hundred and thirty-five pound wrestler. So I
2: mean, so I think you're going to need like a wrestler, but I don't see a John Cena or a Batista being able to play Gorgeous George. To be able to pull that off. Maybe the closest we have would be a Chris Jericho to play the human orchid.
0: But could, is he a good enough actor to make the rest of it follow?
2: See, that's the that's where the other problem falls into.
0: I mean, look at it this way. What's the greatest boxing movie of all time?
2: Um, Raging Bull. Okay.
0: And I didn't even know you saw that film. You well,
2: liked it? I didn't see it, no.
0: Why'd you say Raging Bull?
2: Well, I, it was the first one I thought of. Okay.
0: Uh but the guy won an Oscar for it. But no one thought of we need a real boxer to pull this off. You know, if you were making him uh mm, mm, if you were making um a movie about Gail Sayers, you wouldn't naturally think we need a fucking football player who can play the part. You gotta think acting and then get the actor to play the part of a wrestler. Jimmy Fox was great Stephen Steven Beeman. There you go. Maybe Jamie Foxx could play gorgeous George.
2: I don't think he's right
0: for the part. How about George Went? since he's already got the name George, and he'll know who they're talking to when they say George.
2: He might have the hair for it.
0: uh... All right, so you got something planned here, and I keep stepping on you. What what do you got?
2: No, it was just, I was trying to think of if there's another wrestler's life story other than Andre the Giant. I think you're really there at wrestling biopics. I don't think the Bruno San Martino story is that telling, you know, that exciting or interesting of a tale. Right.
0: Yeah, I don't know any of their personal lives, so that would actually make it more of a, a mm.
1: story. Um, they still like a late shift esque fucking movie where it's like Vince, WWE, and WCW. Yeah,
0: Vince would be probably the more Vince- interesting person to tell the story about than anybody else. I mean, he's P.T. Barnum. Not that I wouldn't want to see an IRS movie. Don't get me wrong. A Repo Man. A oh, Repo Man, sure. Skinner. Uh, Stu. And the Moines, you're a
1: Yeah. What's up?
3: Yeah. I was gonna say Russell Crowe could do the Georgia Scourge thing.
0: Well, if you had the what was the name you came up with, Fez? Um, the Human Orchid. All right. Now, if you and I were producing this, um, um, no, not the Human Orchid. Who was the who was the actor? You had a wrestler that you wanted to play Gorgeous George. Oh, I said
2: Chris Jericho. All
0: right. Well, let's suppose we have an opportunity. We can get Chris Jericho or we can get Russell Crowe. Who do you think we would want to play the movie?
2: We would want Russell Crowe.
0: You sure? He's never gone off the high fucking rope before. Then again, neither is Gorgeous George. A lot of fucking rest holds in those days.
2: A lot of leg sweeping.
0: Dr. X, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hello boys? Yeah. It's
2: this
3: simple, Ronnie. It's easier to start with an actor who's got a wrestler's body. Send him down to one of those boot camps in Georgia, uh, like they do for all these Army movies. You know, they always show behind the scenes. They were in a boot camp for two weeks to learn arms and military style. Right. Then And just get, you know, get a guy with muscles, uh, throw him in one of them wrestling schools. If not, you're going to get a wrestler who shits the bed as an actor. And uh, there goes your uh, gorgeous George movie, down
0: The Drain. Yeah, it's a very good point. When you're doing Saving Private Ryan, they don't go, well, uh, we need eight fucking guys who really know how to use weapons. They're going to be unknown to the audience, though. That's the only bad part. See, though, on the other side of it, when Oliver
2: Platt played that Jerry the King Lawler type wrestler in Ready to Rumble, it was a little bit on the... Oh, this is a guy who's trying to be a wrestler bit so i and the weird thing is when you put wrestlers in movies like Triple H in uh one of the vampire movies, the one with Wesley Snipes, for some reason, a wrestler in a movie not playing a wrestler still has to do a wrestling move like he gave he gave one of the vampire hunters a spine buster in a mm-hmm. fight scene. Where it's like, because they're a wrestler, they have to do a wrestling move. I think people are getting clotheslined. You don't see that in normal movie fight scenes.
0: So you wouldn't want to see Triple H maybe, I don't know, playing Richard III. That might fuck it up for you. Not going to work. Not if there's a fight scene. Here's Joe in Jersey. You're on the Run of Fez show.
3: Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I think we're overlooking the biggest fact that wrestlers are actors. That's what they do full
0: time. Right? right, You're going to get Fez upset. You're going to get Fancy uh, I'm sorry, Fancy. He, yeah, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. Know what? What no. is he? Nothing. All right, you now. Peace.
2: So, so far, the movies we've gotten from WWE films, it's basically one of the wrestlers as a soldier and trying to f- fight his way out of the jungle.
0: I'm not all that is familiar what what films have they produced so far?
2: I know they did The Marine with John Cena. Didn't see it. And I think that was like a revenge movie where he so the guy who killed his wife was out of prison, so he was hunting him down. They did one with Mr. Kennedy where he was uh, stuck in the jungle, had to fight his way out. Who's Mr. Kennedy? Mr. Kennedy was a very annoying wrestler that used to just like to come out, bleach blonde guy, and just yell his own name into the microphone.
0: I don't know him at all.
2: He would just yell Kennedy. He's over at TNA Wrestling now with Hulk Hogan, and he's Mr. Anderson now because he couldn't take the name Kennedy with him. And I think, they did, I think they did a Stone Cold movie, too, where he was trying to... Escape from the Jungle. Watch that over the weekend. It's pretty good.
1: <laughs> straight to DVD all these films? Oh, uh, The Condemned actually. That was one stone cold man's at theaters for oh, a while. It did while. make it to the theater. Most of the rest are straight to DVD. Yeah.
2: I think the one with Kane they tried to put in the theater. of uh, Evil. Yeah, it didn't last long. And basically he was a Jason Friday the 13th type character.
0: Mm. All right, why don't we take a break here? we are right back run the fest.
8: It's like when you see someone look at a little handicapped and go, Oh, look at him. He's not able bodied. I am. I'm prejudiced. Yeah? Well, at least the little handicapped fella is able minded. Unless he's not. It's difficult to tell with the wheelchair ones.
0: Ron and Show, Ricky Gervais rehired to be the host of the Golden Globes.
2: Very nice. I love Ricky Gervais hosting the Golden Globes.
0: More hosts need to get drunk on stage. I just didn't see him do enough of it last year. I think I turned on the Golden Globes to see him. And what, Was he five minutes over the entire night? I think it was six, something like that. Someone put a, compiled all of it into one's YouTube video. Yeah, it's not enough to keep me fixated on the Golden Globes. I know that the Oscar hopes get to do a lot more time. But you do get to see movies and TV stars in the same place with the movie stars with better seats. Beautiful day out there today on the East Coast. It's a picnic kind of day.
2: Oprah Winfrey, she uh, traveled to uh, North Carolina to interview John Edwards' girlfriend. Oh, that's playing today at 4 o'clock, right? Yeah. You
0: know what I call that, Fez? What's that? Must see TV.
2: I'm shocked she got this one. Well, I'm shocked that Oprah went to Riley Hunter's North Carolina home. She doesn't seem like that big of a get that
0: Oprah should travel. Gigantic Sh- Gigantic get. Everybody's been wanting to hear this story for the last couple of years. From a gossip point of view, mm-hmm. I don't think we've had a political scandal uh, hang on as long as this one and take so long to come out. Yeah, this is going to be a big rating spot for her. And Oprah is doing everything for the ratings this season. Uh, she's playing Radio City in a couple of weeks. Okay. Uh, making appearances here. She's letting everybody know. She's got her own channel coming out soon. So yeah, I think if you I think if you go back and pay attention to this, this is going to be a big pop for her.
2: John Edwards actually has to testify in court about a sex tape if it exists or not with him and Riley Hunter.
0: Um why what's the charge?
2: Um I think it was some sort of thing of, you know, where the tape how the tape got into someone else's hands. Is there a tape at all? I believe there's a tape. Andrew Young testified that there was a tape. And from, who took the tape? I think someone from the Edwards camp took it from Riley
0: Hunter's house. So did did John Edwards know he was being taped?
2: That I don't know about cuz John Edwards hasn't said a word about it. Mm. So but he's going to have to talk about it under oath. And I think it was Andrew Young that had to like drop it off at a
0: courthouse. And you're wondering whether this is a ratings bonanza for big, mm, for Big O? You don't think it's a nice opportunity for her?
2: I think we've had so many other women lately. Like, it's basically going like to Bombshell McGee's house.
0: No, I think this is a different demo. I think this is, since it's the game of politics, and there was even talk about um, the National Enquirer, there was talk about them getting some kind of uh, Pulitzer nomination on it. I think it's a different demo. I think it's going to do well for him. And like I said... She wants to get as much exposure as she can this year so everybody follows her over to cable. It's the victory lap. I think it's a little more important than a victory. It's I'm starting a new business lap. Not, hey, look what I've done. Mm -hmm. It's going to be more about, look what I'm doing. I also like the fact
2: that Riley Hunter moved to Charlotte, North Carolina. To be closer to John Edwards, well, I guess so. The so the daughter can be closer to John Edwards, the little girl. Hmm. And Elizabeth Edwards is apparently just furious about it.
0: Look at you, you're um, you're interested. John Tennessee, run a fez.
5: Hey, hey guys,
3: I just finished reading uh, Andrew Young's book yesterday, and apparently
5: this hunter girl was living with him and his wife for a while when they were trying to hide and cover up the scandal and when she left Andrew Young went through her stuff that she left behind and found the tape and the tape is of uh, Senator Edwards doing her
0: Hmm. and what did Young what did Young do with the tape
3: he's got it
0: and who else's business is it then
3: I don't know he's got it and he told Edwards he had it and Edwards said do whatever you need to do
0: wow what a weird fucking thing this all melted down to me it was
2: very strange because Andrew Young for a while I think he was the guy Saying that he was the father of the child
0: Now you got me ready to watch Oprah I saw her little thing on there And she was just looked like the dumbest fucking brother ever Like, no, I don't think I wrecked her family I don't know, he's pretty good in bed Not just the one tat And yeah, it's kind of classy it's just a cock dripping cum into my asshole. It's the only thing I have. So then I don't want to look like a skank.
2: Well, she was the one who posed mm. Mm. She posed for mm. photos mm. in just a men's dress shirt and panties, and then was upset that there was photos out there of her in a men's dress shirt and panties. Just not understanding mm. the uh, purpose of or how photography works of when the flash goes off yes that image is captured Uh, there's a rumor out that Max Weinberg will no longer be part of Conan O'Brien's band
0: yeah I think we talked about that a couple of uh, weeks ago that uh, he had already reached out to Leno I guess realizing he wasn't going to be making the move
2: so out of basically both jobs
0: Not getting the Conan show. Oh, I thought he meant he was out of the East Street Band. I'm like, what the fuck? You're you're dropping a bombshell here, McGee. No, I think he still has that one. Yeah, that's the one that's really his job. That's the one that he's kind of known for. Not playing people in and out of fucking commercial breaks, which... I don't know why any of these guys want this. I guess there's some decent cash involved in it, but... It's steady, I yeah, guess. from an artistic point of view, it just must feel like an embarrassment.
1: Well, I do 20 second covers all night. What's the big deal?
0: And you got to spend all day learning those covers like, no, what songs you want us to learn? Oh, I gotta learn She Drives Me Crazy by the Find Young Cannibals for tonight. How come Ron and Fez show 866 Ron Zero Fez 866 Ron Zero Fez. Fuzzy, a guy sent us a test. Well, actually, it came from a young lady. Um, it came from Swiss Miss. Do you remember Swiss Miss? Right? Oh, sure. I know Swissy. Uh, that she says um, could help you find your God of your choosing. It's on belief net. You answer questions, and that will help you. Pick the religion for yourself, because you're done with your Lutheran religion.
2: I'm all done with that. I'm not going
0: back to that church. What happened? Now, have you told your parents that? No, but I've... When you visit your parents, do you go to church with them? Nope. No one brings it up?
2: Uh, Not anymore. used to be. It Mm. used to... I used to get up early, go to church with them, enjoy the breakfast afterwards. But no, now I... And they would ask... If I was going then it got to the point where they'd say, Are you going to church with us? And I just started saying no, and now it doesn't even come up anymore.
0: You still get the breakfast with everyone else? I
2: may meet them for breakfast, yes. Oh,
0: I see. They don't make a breakfast.
2: No, no, they go out to breakfast. Where do they go?
0: They go to the Parkside Cafe. Alright, that's gonna be question number one. Parkside <laughs> Cafe.
2: <laughs> and that's a yes.
0: Alright, you're gonna be taking the belief omatic here, Fez. Uh and this first question is what is the number and nature? Of the uh, deity that you want to follow. Only one God has a bottle, body, supreme personal God, Almighty, the Creator. Uh, The next one, only one God, uh, just spirit, supreme personal body, the Creator. Uh, Next question, uh, next one would be uh, multiple uh, personal gods or goddesses regarded as as facets of the one God or as separate gods. None of this does for you? Um the Supreme existent in both the eternal and personal and formless ultimate reality and personal gods. No God or Supreme Court or not sure. Not very important.
2: Um, I think that's important to me. I kind of the one that intrigued me the most was the one that had the goddesses.
0: Now, yesterday you just told us that you didn't believe in any god and life was black when it's out. You've had a you've had this thing a bit between today and yesterday you now believe in goddesses?
2: Well, no. What I'm saying is if I want to believe in something, that would be what I wanted to believe in.
0: This is belief.net. What we do here is take your beliefs and put it. Do you think you could believe in goddesses?
2: Um, I better go no god here.
0: No, but do you think you could end up believing in goddesses?
2: I think I could.
0: Alright. Um... I think it's very interesting that you go from no God at all to, I think I could believe in goddesses. I, I got you down. I, I I put down both of it. And I'll come back with the score in just a few moments. Uh, Jason, you're on the run of Fez show.
3: Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah. Hey, Ronnie, I wanted to uh, see what you if you had any opinion on uh, what's going on with Apple and the uh, iPhone that got leaked and them kicking in the uh, editor's door of uh, Gizmodo up there and... Uh, when did this uh, on that.
0: When did they? When did they? When did they go after Gizmodo?
3: Ah, uh, well, because um,
4: they—I uh, guess the police in California at some point uh, raided his home and
3: you know took his um, laptop and whatnot and were trying to ascertain where he got the uh, prototype from. The prototype that at first they were Apple
1: was even denying right. was real.
0: I'm going to have Hicks uh, update me on this story. All right, so a week ago.
1: Um, Gizmodo had this big exclusive: the new iPhone. It's coming out in three months. We have it, mm-hmm. and it turns out it was the iPhone. They paid five grand for it from an anonymous per- anonymous person, and uh, it turns out a guy who was testing it in the field, a uh, Apple software engineer, lost it when he was drunk at like a beer garden.
0: Now I heard that type of thing before, but and I don't, you know, legally, I'd like to know what happens if you lose something. And someone gets their hands on it legally, they have to return it to you. That's the.
1: That's is that the, we're going here? Basically, yeah. Now Apple's fucking busting. For- give us our shit back. Then Gizmodo didn't listen, and now they're now the cops. I think busted down the 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 editor's door. Fucking, I think two days ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, now they're they're, want, they're trying to figure out if this guy's protected like journalist rights, even though he's just a blogger. Um.
0: Wow, that's the interesting thing. Does the journalist have the right to then put them out? Uh, Let's suppose, and I think the Pentagon Papers must have been a big thing about that, when the journalists had the Pentagon Papers, finding out some secrets and what could go off on it. Uh, But it seems to me, and now I do understand that finders, keepers, losers, weepers is not the actual law, although... In Twin Oaks, it, it did us well. And you learn not to fucking just leave your bike sitting out front. Or else, you know, one of the Benko kids would be driving it around. Uh, we, were, we were talking earlier about uh, summer movies, and we got Paulo From the legendary Warner Fez Studios in a predominantly white neighborhood, Warner Fez
2: presents Showtime with the Paul
0: He's... Hey, Paulo, how are you?
4: Hey, Paulo, you like the movie. How are you?
0: Paulo, it's been a... And tell Drew, we'll get back to him on that. It's been a... uh, A a slow spring, and is summer going to be any bigger?
4: Summer literally looks bad. I mean, obviously, my feeling about a lot of the movies is that, you know, there's a lot of really good movies that are being made, but they're not being promoted. The big movies that are being promoted is an enormous amount of crap. You know, so I don't know what we can do about that problem.
0: All right, what is any of the movies uh, that you're looking for? I know there's 96 new films coming out. (laughs) 96? 96 films over the summer.
4: Yeah, there's always a lot of films, sure. Uh, You know, I I tried to whittle it down to the basics, like Iron Man 2, Robin Hood, Shrek 4. These are the things that are coming
0: out. Have you seen Iron Man 2 yet?
4: No, I, I, I see that next
0: week. No, from what I understand, it fucks awesome right in its ass. Yeah, uh, look, there's,
4: there's not a lot of good things on the list that I'm looking at. And so, I mean, that's like one of the top big blockbuster Some movies. People bl-
0: Some people believe it'll be the movie of the summer, correct?
4: Yeah, I mean, it really does look, I mean, it did very well. The first one did very well. It was like the, the big, second biggest movie of that year, and that you know, was a big year. So I don't know.
0: All right, so after that, Robin Hood, does it Robin- seem like we want to have a Robin Hood movie here in, in 2010?
4: You know, strangely enough, as many Robin Hood movies have been made, this actually looks one of, like one of the more appealing movies that are coming out this summer. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's a big type of movie. So it's, you know, Russell Crowe doing his gladiator mode.
0: I would be just as happy as they re-release the Earl Flynn. Robin I, Hood movie.
4: I would love to see that on the big screen. Maybe in 3D. That would be nice. Oh,
0: God. I'd like to get my films back to 1D. Just I am, The 2D is too distracting for me. I have a problem with width. Uh makes me dizzy. So I'd like to just see a movie in 1D. The
2: Robin right. Hood doesn't look like they use much of a bow and arrow.
4: I, I'm not sure if he's going to do the apple trick or if that's a William Tell thing. I'm not sure what they're going to do.
0: Um, now, then MacGruber has some early heat yeah MacGruber seems to get a lot of early
4: heat but you never can rely on that because that could just be like plants it seems to me
0: alright uh, Shrek forever and after and ever uh, from what I understand from the kids on American Idol last night it was just so much fun and the best 3D movie ever
4: well you know the Shrek 1 and the Shrek 2 were good I mean I don't know after that it's Seems like they may have played themselves out. I'm, you know, obviously, we'll see.
0: Now, this is a movie Hicks and I always go to see together, and then we go out for drinks later, and that's Sex in the City. Is that going to be happening? Is Sex in the City 2?
1: <laughs> I'm not sure if it's right for you, Ron.
0: you want to go shop-
1: shoe shopping beforehand this shoes? time? Shoes.
0: I love to get shoes. And then, of course, uh, I like to go and drink uh, apple tini's at any place that I got done.
4: I'm not sure if it's the movie for you.
0: How about The Prince of Prince of Persia? I'm hearing bad things about that.
4: I'm sure, but it's a big, big movie, obviously from some sort of stupid video game.
0: Um, Paulo, when we go to uh, June, we're looking at the A-Team. Yes. They've I mean, got a big trailer. What do you think?
4: That's what I'm saying. This is a... This is a lot of these kind of remakes, and, and uh, that looks just horrendous for, for some reason. I mean, it's got Liam Neeson, so that's something.
0: Uh, the big comedy this summer looks like Get Him to the Greek. Is that going to be the big comedy? I'm not
4: sure if that's the big comedy. There's hmm. a lot of comedies out. Get 'em to the Greek is sort of a sequel to uh, Saving Sarah Marshall. I'm not sure if that needed a sequel.
0: It did. It okay. really did need a sequel.
4: All right. Then you've got Marmaduke. Because
0: I was wondering if that, after Sarah Marshall, was that guy going to get to the Greek?
4: I, well, okay, so we're going to get the sequel. Mm. This is apparently some sort of a sequel. I don't know why, but okay, there it is.
0: Uh, Karate Kid, is this a reimagination that we're all going to love?
4: Um, well, we like to see when Jackie Chan's career is going to finally end.
0: And you were the world's biggest Jackie Chan fan at one time.
4: I was, really. I mean, Rumble in the Bronx, you know, I was screaming his name in the streets.
0: I do remember that. Uh, Uh, They're bringing back Toy Story. Is that going to work for anybody?
4: um, They'll definitely make a lot of money. There's no question about that.
0: And this one I'm going to go see just based on title, and that's Night with a K and Day. Because I love funny wordplay.
4: The title is intriguing. Uh, this is Tom Cruise in his funny uh, action mode. He's going to mm-hmm. be sort of a comedy spy thing with Cameron Diaz.
0: So it's one of those I'm night, she's day, and we get along together like night and day. Yeah, he's going to be a
4: wacky spy. You know, does mm-hmm. unpredictable stuff.
0: Um, what about the kids are all right? What are you hearing about that film?
4: I'm uh, kind of, you know. Didn't, I mean, I did hear some good things about that, and Ed Bening uh, is supposed to be good in that, and maybe has an early Oscar uh, bid on that.
0: Uh, dinner for Schmucks is to Steve, Steve Carell.
4: Uh, Yeah, there's, uh, you know, again, there's going to be a lot of comedies, and, you know, Steve Carell and, of course, Will Will Ferrell are going to, you know, foist a few of us uh, on us.
0: It does not look like a gigantic summer, though, does it? No,
4: it's just horrendous. I mean, actually, the one that does, the the movies that appeal to me, you've got um, a Jim Carrey movie that's one of his... Awkward, weird movies. Uh, that's sort of a comedy, but a dark comedy. I love you, Philip Morris. I have, I have a good feeling about that. No,
0: I thought they should can that. They, they put it. It's been waiting years to come out, right?
4: Well, there is a problem. You know, there has been a release problem with it, but uh, it is scheduled now for uh, the end of July, along with a, a kind of a weird uh, Bill Murray movie as well. Get Low. Both of those open the same
0: week. What's the story with Get Low? The Bill Murray.
4: It's a, It looks really good. It's, it's Robert Duvall. Uh, it looks like a serious, uh, you know, piece about uh, Robert Duvall, uh, you know, getting a, his own funeral together, and it's you know, it's like in the deep woods or something. It looks good.
0: I'm not going to see much besides Eat, Pray, and Love, and then Sex in the City too. And that's going to be my entire. I son. don't
4: think those are right for you. I, I might. Go,
0: I might go to Kitty Galore though.
4: I know, and uh, you know, you've got Machete at the end of the summer.
0: What is the one film, Paulo, that you said this could be a film that, that people actually will remember years from now?
4: Oh, yes. Twilight 3. Let's
0: be serious for five seconds. Okay,
4: I'm not, I'm not serious, obviously. This is, uh, well, actually,
0: Inception could be good
4: with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, that's uh, that's... That's got a lot of potential. Uh, uh, what's be, this be, one
0: about? He's a dream warrior?
4: Yeah, well, that's it. There's very little... You know, usually when you see the trailers, you know everything that happens in the right. movie. This, this time, we really don't know what the heck is
0: going he, on. He solves uh, crimes in your dreams.
4: Uh, it could be possible mm. what's happening, but all it could right. be the Matrix all over again, for all I know.
0: Well, Matrix you liked, right? Uh,
4: well, who didn't?
0: Well, I, I know. Is it when, I, I just wanted to check in with you.
4: I liked it, sure. I like the Matrix. I like the Matrix. I think the Matrix was a great concept. And as I say, a lot of people think they kind of ran it into the ground. You know,
0: No, they never made a second or third Matrix. Oh, okay. It never (laughs) happened, Paulo. There's just the one Matrix, and it's perfect.
4: Okay, that's fine. And I agree with you. I'm not going to argue. I
0: already want to see Inception 2, though. (laughs) And I wish I could see it first.
4: Well, I'm going to have to see the first one. You know, you've got, I mean, let's face it, there's, there's a, a few possibilities for the summer, but the summer does look like incredible crap. I mean, Step Up 3D.
0: I want to see that.
4: Oh, uh, yeah. Because... Cats and Dogs 2. I mean, I don't know what to say. Nanny McPhee too.
0: Who's in Cats and Dogs?
4: I don't even remember any. I don't remember who was in the first Cats and Dogs. I mean, it's that bad. I mean, Piranha 3D? I, I'm not sure. It
0: I don't it. think it's Piranha, but that's okay.
4: Piranha? <laughs> Piranha. 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 okay.
0: Well, who's the middleman? What's that about?
4: I'm not sure. Actually, I've been, you know, kind of blocked. Lo-
0: this looks oh. just awful.
4: I know. I've been blocking a lot of this stuff out of my mind. Of course, M. Lich- M. Night Shyamalan is back.
0: What's he making?
4: He's making The Last Airbender, which is a huge, uh, you know, adaptation of, a you know, animation. Now, what's thing?
0: Airbender have to do with farting?
4: I don't. I'm not sure what the powers are, but, it's, uh, you know, anything with wind,
3: apparently, he can bend.
0: Gotcha. Uh, Dan in Texas, you're on fez.
3: Hi, Paulo. <laughs> is oh. it true that you think Jim Carrey may carry an Oscar this year? I think, <laughs> I,
4: actually, Jim Carrey's way overdue for an Oscar, but he doesn't seem to have the motivation to go for it anymore. You know, mm-hmm. uh, this movie looks interesting, but I don't think it's Oscar material somehow.
0: Um. And but Robin Hood might be able to win an Oscar, right? Here's our good, I, yeah. here's our good buddy Eric. He's seen it, Eric. What do you think of Robin Hood? <laughs> mm-hmm. Do your blurb. Robin Hood destined to steal, steal Oscar gold. Oh, My character, good, good, good,
3: good, 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 good.
0: Will I, it steal Oscar gold? I.
4: I think uh, you know. Obviously, the storyline of, of Robin Hood is very familiar to everyone. They're stealing the gold from the sheriff of Nottingham, and I—I I don't know. Uh, you know, th- there may not be any Oscar winners at all this year. It's
0: possible that could happen. It would be the the year without Oscars. that would right be you know. They thing. would
4: all just say, "You know what? There's just nothing but crap out there."
0: Mm. Well, Paula, you don't give us a lot to look forward to.
4: I'm sorry. I mean, I'm just don't shoot me.
0: All right. I'm, uh, med- Polo, I'll see you at the movies. Okay. Uh, keep the mezzanine open and save us an I'll is see anyone
4: you. coming to my big wedding tomorrow?
0: Uh, you, tomorrow you're getting married? Yes. Where exactly are you getting married?
4: It, it's in uh, Lakeland.
0: I'll be there, Polo.
4: Okay. I'll see you then.
0: What time is the wedding?
4: 7 o'clock.
0: All right. Perfect. <laughs> I get off here at 3, catch a quick plane. I'll take the serious jet and I'll be right there.
4: All right, I'll be, uh, you know, we can we can hold it up for you if you'd like.
0: No problem. If you don't mind, I'm bringing Mad Dog and Little Steven. All right. And then. I just want to, because i got to talk some uh, business with those guys. All right. Crow Crew oh, summer. <laughs> uh, big summer movies. Drew, West Virginia.
3: Hey, hey, buddies. Yeah. Uh, I just want to jump back to that iPhone. I think the legal precedent has already been set with finders keepers, losers leapers.
0: Well, See we... Ya. We actually talked about that, and um, it is not an actual legal precedent. But it does feel like if you're so fucking stupid that you left the plans somewhere, and the newspaper could put it out there. Are you telling me if I left the fucking script for the next Marty Scorsese movie, it's not going to end up online? It will.
1: Yeah, they even tried to disguise this iPhone as a, as a the old version too. It's very strange. And then some guy like cracked it open. and It's like holy shit, this is the new one that
0: isn't, isn't out yet. What a maroon trunk asshole! I love the fact that some editor of a blog got fucking gone after. Oh yeah, yeah. They now didn't want have we even figured out whether the uh, the blogs get the same kind of legal protection as a newspaper?
1: Uh, that's what's, that's what's the, big story, that's the big question behind this fucking story, since they're getting you know, harassed by the cops now. Mm. I know that you know, bloggers have uh, broken stuff before, but I don't know if they've you know, ever been, had any actual real rights. All
0: right, we'll take a break. Uh, we'll g- get back. Fizzy, your report has already come back to us. Mm-hmm. Lutheran. Lutheran would be perfect for you. It's the Ron and Fez show.
8: Undaunted, I knew the game was mine
3: to win. Just like in life, all of my successes depend on me. I'm the man who has the ball. I'm the man who can throw it faster than fuck. So that is why I am better than everyone in the world. Kiss my ass and
0: suck my dick. It's all right there, ladies and gentlemen. He's the man with the ball. It's the Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I'm going to read something to you that Hicks brought in to me. And I want you to pay attention because this is important. And I'm talking to the men out there right now. According to this report uh, from ABC... New group of studies. Young women between the ages of 18 and 30 are suffering from low libido at rates never seen before. 43% of the women have sexual problems. 1 in 10 women between the ages of 18 and 30 do not want to have sex at all. Uh, They're blaming this on stress we're worried about our jobs, working longer hours, the normal antidepressant, birth control gimmicks, and also Hollywood. Uh, I'm going to fucking put the blame here with you guys. I'm going to blame the fact on that the women between 18 and 30, 43% of them, do not care about sex anymore or don't enjoy sex I'm going to blame the 95% of men between the ages of 18 and 30 who don't seem to fucking understand to have sex themselves these women is not there's nothing wrong with their health you're not fucking turning them on you're playing Madden you're talking about fucking comic book movies coming out rocking the Wii you're fucking playing Wii. You're doing one-hitters because you don't even know how to roll a fucking proper joint. Or have the money to pay for an OZ like a gentleman. I'm blaming you guys. I'm blaming you guys across the board. You're losing the women. You're drying them up. 43% of the women are not enjoying sex, 10% of the women out there have fucking given up completely. Some scary
1: fucking statistics, no?
0: Right away, they're blaming the women like, oh, or they're blaming Hollywood and fucking drugs and everything. I'm blaming the men. I'm blaming the men, and I'm saying there's... You fucking guys have given up... You young guys have even given up on a proper way to give oral. You disgust me. I feel like the coach, after my fucking pitcher got shelled, so the uh, batter stopped fucking stepping up to the plate. 43% of the women out there are fucking turned off. Is it their fault or your fault? Hicks, you know yourself, and I know you're keeping a wild girl fucking company right now. I keep a satisfied, Ronnie B. But are your buddies getting the job done? Is your generation getting the job done? This guy's scary. I've noticed that as the friends that I have uh, outside the show, not a lot of them are holding down
1: girlfriends. They like go to bars, try to hook up with random broads. Yeah, and it's not very successful. <laughs> and there are women there too, and they're they're going home alone as well. So yeah, it's fucking. It's 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 when you read these the statistics or whatever it's kind of scary but if you really think about
0: it it somewhat makes sense. Oh, I absolutely think it makes sense. Because you you're right about one thing. Half the time that these women have been fucking nailed in their life a sports center has been on. <laughs> and it's a guy drunk. wants to fucking bang them while they're watching sports center out of one eye. Uh let's go over to Randall. Uh, let's face it, guys. Here you are. You're 18 to 30 years old. This is supposed to be the prime part of your sexual life. First half, you're getting your asses kicked. We're going to come in here. We're going to regroup. And then we got to go back out. We've got to fucking score touchdowns. Uh, Randall in Boston, you're on the run of fez show.
3: Sorry about that, Ron, but you really touched the nerve with me. I, I see this every day with these kids that do this Facebook bullshit and my face and all this texting shit. They don't know how to talk to people when they're women anymore. It's
0: and yet, ridiculous. And yet they're more connected than any before and you're able, because of those things, find out more about women than ever before. But they're not actually talking to the women. They're talking to a, to a keyboard. So you're blaming it on the computer. That's the reason am- why 43% of the women out there can't be satisfied.
3: I blame Al Gore for
5: coming up with
0: the internet. All right. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. But I'm going to tell you something, gentlemen. If you're between 18 and 30, I don't know if you want to call today. Because I'm fucking disgusted with you all. I hear a lot of talk
1: about okay Cupid and fucking Match.com and JDate and just nonstop just if it's not getting drunk at a bar trying to pick up random boards there, it's online.
0: J-Date should be... You've got an endless supply of Jewish chicks. Jewish fuck fest. You should be getting, Viking like, nailed 28 out of 31. Um, John, Alabama, you're on run Fez.
5: Hey, Ronnie, I agree with you, buddy. Yeah. Um, why would you pursue a woman all evening just to be shut down and spend all that money when you can just go to your computer and just jack it right there?
0: This is the exact thing of, uh... Uh, and I go through this with Hicks and Dave. They brag about the fuck the point that they can jack five fucking six times a day in the meantime, you're not gonna find a pussy as tight as your fucking fist. You're taking yourself out of the game, my friend I know it's sad it's a fundamental fuck up. you're taking yourself out of the game. I don't even want to fucking talk to some of you guys right now Oh come on I don't even want to deal with some of you guys Tony In Ontario this isn't you know In Canada is it any better Well I
6: tell you
4: what You gotta look at it up here 43% of the women are lesbians That's a fucking Positive
6: thing
3: yes it is and I'm 45 years old and I'm grateful
0: for all those little bastards that are 18 and 30 and can't fuck because all right, and, I'm, living, I'm living the life alright he's got a point it's easier now for the older guys to come in and fucking pick up on it and I know what you're blaming the older guys on having money guess what that ain't what the girls are fucking looking for most girls that used to have a sugar daddy would also go out and fuck some young studs I don't know what to do with you fellas seriously I don't know what to do with you uh jonathan in baltimore you're on the run a fez show
3: body b yeah all uh, right internet porn is destimulating these boys they're seeing it too young too fast too much and when they get the girl they've already seen it where being you and everybody else have the the Sears catalog or a dirty magnet your dad stashed away from your mom
0: i uh, here's another thing i'm embarrassed for the guys 18 to 30 Everyone older looks at you like you're a fucking idiot baby right now. They look like you're an idiot baby who can't get the fucking job done. I don't want to see fucking numbers like this coming through the sales office. I want to see 97, 98% of these women feeling sexually satisfied. Is it insane? This is women that are having sex with you guys. That aren't enjoying it. ABC. Now, I know there's plenty of fucking sports fucking shows and shock jock shows. They'll tell you that you're right. You're fucking wrong, boys. You're not getting the fucking job done. I'm not going to baby you here. I am not going to baby you. Um, Karen, New Jersey, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hi.
7: I agree with you, Ron. Mm. I lived with a guy for 10 years who didn't know how to do oral sex. I thought I hated it until after I left him and found out I liked it. You just got to know what you're doing. Take some time. Find out what the girl wants. It's not all about you.
0: So what was he, lapping down there like a dumb puppy?
7: Yep, he was more like a snake or something. I didn't know what he was doing.
0: Oh, he's snaking around like a big dummy. Uh, so you're agreeing with this. You're saying that the women that are turned off, and we're looking at 43%, you're saying it's the young men.
7: I think it is because I didn't even think I liked it. I didn't want him to do it. I didn't think I liked it. And he used to tell people I'd do that, but she doesn't like it. I do like it. I love it. He just didn't know what he was doing.
0: All right, thank you very much. There you have. There you have it, guys. You want to go through life not knowing how to please a woman orally? It's up to you.
1: Everybody asked me where a cl- where the clip was once. Oh
0: so, my God! I'm not. I'm not. Kidding. He asked. You? I would have taken that fucker out uh, fishing on a Fredo boat. I was seriously. I'd say, qu- say a quick prayer, you catch a fish. One in the back of his head. Um, let's go over into Melanie. Melanie a Manifest. Hi, honey. Yeah, how are you, darling?
7: Good, honey. Just one observation. What's out there for us girls is, is divided in threes, basically. One third of the men, mostly gay. The second third, care more about themselves than the girls. Mm hmm. And the last third doesn't care about the way they look. And they think they're a hot catch. They'll only look at the girl who's thin, who looks good, who's happy, who's fun. And they look like crap. And that's what we have to choose from. And that's why we rather watch TV than have sex with them.
0: Fellas. Jesus. The numbers are in. And your generation. We've gone from the fucking greatest generation. That won World War II, beat the fucking Nazis, rebuilt Europe, to the fucking lamest generation,
2: we sleeping in their mom's
0: basement, not we knowing how to about. eat pussy.
2: Got Facebook. It's too much high
0: 866 runs 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. runs 0 fez John, what can I do for you?
5: Bodies.
0: Yeah.
4: Uh, I really believe that uh, some of these girls are seeing everything on TV and in their life and they want the fame and the glory and the cars and the house. They're just constantly looking for greener pastures. And
0: John? Yeah. All that would be true, and it may be true, but it still means you ain't tapping that ass. Why don't you <laughs> fuck her six ways to Sunday and say, get up and leave me for whoever you want to. But 20 years from now, you're going to be with some mutt remembering the way I fucking banged you all over this place. You'll be getting off still fucking thinking about that. Have a little pride in your lovemaking skills. Oh, geez, guys, I don't... Look, I don't want to see these kind of numbers. This is embarrassment. These numbers can't be right, Hicks. I want you to go back and crunch them again. Alright. Um, Dave. Michigan, you're on running. Hey, Ron. Yeah.
5: It seems like uh, guys these days are afraid to talk to girls about sex. Like uh, they won't just sit there and say, you know, are you even enjoying this? Are you not enjoying this? Or things like that. And uh, you know, I think that's part of the problem.
0: So the the reality is that men used to teach women how to do it. You would find a nice girl and you'd say. Here's how it's done, honey. I'm going to teach you this and get it and perfect it. But now you're coming in sometimes dumber than her. You're fucking nut-dragging in there. The only thing you have in your background is some fucking rape goddamn videos that you've been watching online. <laughs> Afraid that your fucking dick is too small because your fucking cock doesn't look like the head on the on the end of a fucking leg. Uh, I don't know what to do with you fellas. You're turning fucking women off. You're turning a generation of women off sex. Jerry in the Poconos, you're on the Ron Fair show. Hey Ron, uh,
3: you know the whole thing is it's it's a, it's a it seems to be a generational thing. I mean, these guys are a couple of years younger than me. They don't want to work. They 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 shit on their old ladies. They don't know they don't how to handle themselves. They're acting like a bunch of coddled little babies.
0: You know what I mean? I did bring it up, and, you know, we brought this up before. We're extending this childhood. And I know I'm going to tell you, to, uh, you're going to be able to listen to every other fucking show out there. I'm going to tell you, women are bitches. They're fucking just going to steal your money. Bros before hoes, I'm telling you, you're going to go through your whole life not getting fucking laid. And when you do it, it's a fucking embarrassment. Really? With the philosophy of bros before hose, I know. You know what? You, you might as well just start and say cock before anything else. I just You'd want cock. You'd rather sit on the couch close to your fucking friend and sit there and fucking LARP with each other. Uh, Adrian, PA, you're on my Adrian. Go ahead, darling.
7: Ronnie, I want to thank you for for putting this out on the air. Uh, I'm 31. Uh, My friends and I, we're all sales reps. We go out. You guys never come up to us and talk to us. Nobody has the balls to go out there and to come up to us and say anything. What do we do? Uh,
0: You're going to be on your own. You're going to have to find a time machine, I guess, to the 1950s. Because the numbers are in right now that you're not wrong, Adrian. You're not wrong, and you may just start having to be fucking excited by women. (laughs) Ten percent of your generation is deciding, forget sex. I don't even want to do it.
7: It's disappointing. They just don't man up. Nobody nobody mans up anymore. Disappointing.
0: And, Hicks, you are smack dab in the middle of these numbers. That's right.
1: It's a shitstorm, really, Ron.
0: It really is. It's a storm of shit. It's a storm of shit. Celibate shit. And I got news for you fellows who act like, oh, don't worry, I'm doing the right thing. Guess what? The rest of your generation's fucking ruining it for you. They're ruining women before they even get to you. Like the one young lady that called who thought to herself, I don't even necessarily like Oral. Because this fucking guy is sliding around between her legs like a fucking maniac.
1: Maybe just punching her pussy or something. Who knows
0: what he was doing? The fucking mongle head loser? Jay Bizzori, you're on my affairs.
3: Yeah, I just wanted to say most of these young guys, they don't even realize that sex begins 6 o'clock at night. Now when it's time to go to bed and tell them to pull their panties down, they don't open the doors for women anymore.
0: You know There's why, no Jay? Left. Because the porn now starts in the third act. The, there is, they, they watch porns and there is zero seduction in a porn. It just immediately, uh, begins with, uh, let's go straight into bed. They don't know how to get the fucking woman in the bed. They don't know how to entice her, how to excite her. And then, truth be told, they'd rather get right back to their porn anyway than, than please a woman. Because in a porn, they can be in their own selfish fucking world. So why? that's why if you would invest it in the dildo fucking business years ago, it's the only thing left that's pleasing woman. A battery-operated, basic boys, robot. Your women are fucking robots.
1: So robots are taking the young women
0: of uh, Earth today? No. Women are giving themselves over. Oh, Giving geez. themselves over. Uh, Bill. Bill in Jersey here. I'm running fez.
3: Hey. I, uh, I was divorced. I just got divorced. I was married for a while. And, uh, half the chicks I I get with, they, uh, you know, they they like getting a pussy. And the other ones, they, they got, they get vibrators. Half of them got vibrators and they don't, that's all they can get off on is a vibrator. They can't get off on nothing else. that's it. And,
0: and, and the reality of it is, and it's a very interesting fucking thing, Bill, and no one talks about it, but it's because they... And I'm going to blame women on this. They and their men don't want to take the fucking time to anything besides the vibrator. What's your fucking hurry? You don't have an hour or two to kill to try a little fucking experimenting? You do. You do. This thing that we're talking about here should be fun. We want to come, though. I know you do. You want to come within fucking... This thing has now become the 100 meters. You don't, have, it is not a fucking race to see who gets off the fastest. MJ, you're on the of Fez show. MJ New Orleans.
3: Yeah, uh, Ronnie, I'm 41. I was just
4: talking to like some of, some of my younger nephews and cousins. The irony is that the girls seem to be in college and stuff a lot easier, for you know, lack of better words, than they were when, they, when I was in college. And with just a minimal amount of effort, they can go home with
6: something.
0: Yeah, but what, yeah, yes, no. The women are there, and if you're reading this, the women are saying we want more. It's the guys that are not fucking coming to the plate here. Mike in Delaware, you're on Ronnie Fez.
3: Hey, uh, Ronnie, I was just calling to see if uh, you thought maybe uh, it had to do with like our, your career and stuff like that. Like me and my friends were all military and paramilitary. Like I'm a fireman, my buddies are cops and marines. Right? Uh, does that? We all have the confidence. We all go out and talk to ladies. I don't know if you thought that anything to do with it. We all have our own places. We got careers. So Now, I brought
0: that up with, with Fez earlier, that when you have any kind of success, you build on the next success. When he is going, why try? It's easier to stay home. We've come fucking full circle here. The guys are saying, the young men, 18 to 30 are saying, it's much easier for me to watch a porn on the internet, jack into a fucking tissue, then quickly go back and try to get bootleg Iron Man fucking uh, movies, metal music, whatever the fuck you're wasting your time listening to. New black t-shirts. Anything but fucking uh, pleasing. Uh, Chris, you're on running Fez. Yeah. Chris. Yo. What do you got for me, buddy?
3: Uh, basically when I was like 18 years old and I'm watching porn, uh, I would do nothing but try to find a girl who would do that with me.
0: You were looking for porn chicks.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, and, uh, at the same respect, uh, I mean, when, uh, when I was in college, you would get girls who would, would openly tell you when you're in bed with them that, oh, I, you know, I don't like that. I don't like this because like, they think they've done it like a million times but one guy ruins it for the rest of their lives because you know like you said absolutely like there
0: sick. are women you have to fucking work with a little bit There's women have had some fucking weird shit happen to them it's your job to fucking move them past that not just call them a sick fucking lunatic and act like oh she's nuts oh because she had a bad uncle uh death metal Mo Mo um, Hearing uh, these numbers
3: let me put my knife down so I was making a sound. Um, it. just real quick, um, it's, it can be, you know, it's real tough out there for guys. I, I just wanted to phone in because, you know, you're out there and it just seems like there's this one guy that's probably, you know, fucked more bitches than you guys made out with. Franklin's got all the bitches.
0: Franklin, <laughs> Franklin told us two things. He fucks more bitches and he met his wife at age 17. So I don't know what the fuck he's saying. Crazy Jive Talk, maybe? I don't know. Jive Talk, it might be the perfect fucking song for him. Bring the Bee Gees back. I'm I'm just fucking canceling everything. These numbers are just uh, an embarrassment to me. These are embarrassment fucking numbers. 43%, fellas. 43% of the women out there don't want any part of this. They don't want what you're bringing. Here's Frank, Michigan. You're on of Fez.
3: Ron, I want your opinion on this, because we were talking about the same thing the other day. You look at the cultural icons through the decades in movies, and this is where kids pick up a lot of, especially white males, what they want to be. You look at the 50s, there was the James Dean. You look at the 60s, there was Steve McQueen. You're just playing jive, talking John Travolta. Look at the movie Kick-Ass you were just talking about, and the character of Kick-Ass himself. I think a lot of these young kids are looking at these people in movies, and they emulate that. We've seen that in society through the years, decade after decade. What male role model could you say that the the young kids look up to nowadays, under 25, from this country that's not Australian?
0: Well, I... I I will tell you this. It's very true that you brought up the thing. But the other part of this that gets to me is that guys let themselves be called fanboys and fucking say, I'm a fanboy and I geek out for it. And I go, why do you fucking say that to yourself? Oh, I like to take the power away from them and give it to myself. Why the fuck would you? Bruce Springsteen in the Promised Land song. I ain't a boy. I'm a man. He fucking put it out there. People did not want to be referred to as a boy, even when they were fucking boys. You could get you, you could get fucking in a fight calling someone boy. That was the whole thing in the Civil Rights Movement. Don't fucking call me a boy. I'm a man. Now, 35-year-old guys, I'm a fanboy. I'm a fanboy, and I'm... This motherfucker today Calling up about um, The kid from Austin calling up When you see Scarlett You will come in your pants No I won't motherfucker Not fucking going to jizz From seeing a fucking woman That's nothing to be proud of Alright Don't listen to me Forget what I have to fucking say 43% of the women are out there guys Telling you that you're dog shit So go turn on a fucking sports station and fucking listen to people talking about fantasy fucking drafts. And, and that women are fucking assholes and we need to stay away from them. I Bros before hoes. You got the worst fucking numbers. And Mitch and Mary sent me from fucking downtown to tell you right now, you are shit. Numbers like this come back shit. That's because you are shit. You see this watch? It's worth more than your fucking car. That's who I am and your shit. Come on, boys. Let's bring the fucking numbers up. Tonight, grab that fucking woman of yours. I don't give a shit what she looks like. And turn her out. Turn her the fuck out. Report back tomorrow. And
2: that's the end of my show. Donk
0: me
8: out of my mind